Yes, you gotta record. God, this this song is terrible. <laughs> Are you still listening to Buster Poindexter? Uh, that ghost from uh, Scrooge? Yeah, like, I'm just like, okay, I gotta look into this. And then I'm like, oh man, this is terrible. And then I'm like, then I'm thinking, is there some sort of nefarious thing that Buster Poindexter is uh, hooked into? What do you mean, like the Illuminati? <laughs> the Illuminati? Maybe. Yeah, you know, he's just all like, <laughs> it's all codified. It's like, you know, when he here says I feeling am. hot, hot, hot. Yeah, you know, dancing on the corner, feeling hot, hot, hot. You know, and then he's like, come to the street corner now. Oh man, he doesn't look any better now. <laughs> What do you think it would make him look better? Well, you go to like, has he been in the spa for the last 40 years? Yeah, but no. Pop Saga, you know we keep it groovy. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies. A couple of nerds, but got style. We so cool. Pop culture, talking new and old school. Yeah, you should know we love hip hop. From the roots, Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch. We giving you what you want, it don't get no live. I ain't no doubt we got you. This is Pop Saga, let's go. Oh yeah, you heard right. This is a lifestyle. Welcome to the nerd life. Pop Saga. Hello, and welcome to the second and final part of our Pop Saga DC Special Report series. We are coming to you almost live from under the massive DC Fandome, the digital convention with all the hottest news from all over the DCU. As always, I am your intrepid reporter with the raven black hair, Forest Lane, and I am joined by expert photographer and Superman superfan, John Olson. John, how's it going? Just taking pictures. Uh, it's <laughs> it's good. good. One. Yeah, no. Feet on desk. Let's call it a day. Yeah, done and done. It, it, am I the only one who had a problem with the fact that it was called Fandome and it should just been called Fandome and still just have it in a dome anyway? Yeah, I mean, someone thought it was, that was clever. <laughs> Yeah, someone's really happy with themselves. Someone is like, look, where would people go to experience news about their favorite comic and film heroes? A dome, of course. <laughs> yes. They're, what's, our, what's one of our best hits? Biodome? I got it. And then, <laughs> let's tell all the news underneath this fake dome. It's weird, but yeah. I like... Gonna... I like your version a little bit better. I like the fact that it's like some sort of uh, stealth reference to Biodome, <laughs> the Polly Shore, and Stephen Baldwin vehicle. Um, I'm uh, not yeah. sure if that is Warner Brothers, though. Let's just put it on Front Street. Uh, you know what? Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking it up. <laughs> I think it's one of those movies that when I worked at the movie theater, it was out, so I never saw it. No plans to see it. You, there, there's literally a period about two and a half years of my life where there are movies I just have never seen because they played at my theater at nauseum, and uh, I, I can't bring myself to watch them because I saw the credits like 200 times. Yeah, well, um, I would say to you, don't bother. And to any Biodome fans out there, 
I'm not sorry. Anyway. <laughs> you can at me all you want. Yeah. Well, I mean, so back to the DC fandom. Yeah. Um, I, um, I agree. I mean, it's a kind of a weird concept. I think it worked a little bit better when they were going to have all of the stuff, like, as part of an interactive, almost theme park, um, all at once. But now that they've kind of spaced it out, uh, I think that metaphor makes a little less sense, but I mean, it, I, well, so I watched the majority of the, the entire like live presentation and I'll say, um, that as sort of awkward a word fandom is to say, the convention itself was, you know, at times a little awkward. Yeah, I did not watch it live. I was out and about that uh, the day it came out, so I did all my catching up on the uh, YouTubes because when I was like, well, let me just go to their website and see if I could uh, watch it again or do anything, that was not an option. It just had a like a 30-second ad roll for Fandome. Not brought to you by Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> and... um. Yeah, it's like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to have to piece everything together on uh, the YouTube. That's what I did. And I think you, could, you, I think anybody who is listening to this who has maybe not seen or experienced the magic that is fandom, I don't think you need to worry all that much. I think you can kind of get an idea of what went down, um, you know, in various blogs and uh, on YouTube. Um, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of cool stuff, uh... There was a couple cool panels, but, um, you know, there was a lot of stuff that was kind of filling time, too. At one mm-hmm. point, like, uh, before they they uh, premiered, like, the, the big guns, um, they just had a section that said, was called CNN Heroes. And I'm just like, <laughs> what? And it's just, like, regular people, which is nice, of course, to highlight, but... Um, the fact that it said CNN on the, the the screen the whole time kind of was like, what am I watching right now? Is this like just some sort of filler package that they bought to sort of shove in there? I don't know. Maybe. What was it like? John King, White House correspondent reporter, CNN hero. <laughs> yep. like, like, of course. You know, yeah, like of Anderson course. Cooper, his superpowers, extremely charming and <laughs> no. stupidly wealthy. No, no. Nope, um, nope, no okay. <laughs> uh, it was it was highly everyday people, uh, right. uh, not the uh, the um, the staff at CNN, which would be hilarious if it was sort of like a self congratulatory. It's like um, yeah, we're doing pretty good. Yeah, it's like, oh, look at Anderson Cooper. Look at him. Look, look at him. he once gave a uh, a lady the an umbrella when it was raining and she didn't have one. So CNN hero. <laughs> <laughs> He held an elevator once. Yeah. Hero. Yeah, Wolf Blitzer. up hero. He will go get you coffee from time to time. Won't be what you ordered, but Wolf will get it to you. <laughs> well, I mean, the thought is there. The attention to detail doesn't sound like it is, but... <laughs> like, Wolf, um, I ordered a mocha. Yeah, and you're getting a cup of regular drip coffee. <laughs> yeah. They were out of mochas. They were out of mochas, Wolf. Sure. Bye. <laughs> Zip zap zoo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, uh, that line originally, um, to give credit where credit is due, that that line originally spoken by uh, 
the guy who, with a questionable character, <laughs> Chevy Chase, on with a questionable the show community. Yeah, there's no questionable question about that. I don't know. I'm just trying to be positive here. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I won't rag on. I won't rag on Chevy Chase. We've I mean, all heard used, some stuff. Yeah, and I mean, look, I used to watch his uh, nighttime talk show. So, did you? You watched the Chevy Chase show? Oh yeah, I love Chevy. Congratulations. Chase. Congratulations! Hey, everyone, loved. we found him. Yeah, <laughs> the guy who watched that show. Yeah, the one guy. Oh yeah, no, I love the hell out of that show. I because I, I used to watch him on Saturday Night Live, and he used to crack me up whenever sure. he'd fall off. You know, whenever he played Gerald Ford, didn't oh, even God, look yeah. nothing like Gerald Ford, but that did not matter. And yeah, he cracked me up. So you know, even the was it the Paul Simon, um, Call Me Al, uh, mm-hmm. that music video is one of my favorite music videos. But now I can barely watch it. Good right. times. <laughs> yeah. Ah, you know how time goes. Um, yes. Um. So, yeah. So it was a it was an interesting format. I we're you know we are still recording this um in in the midst of that that fun fun thing that we all love to call the the pandemic. And of course, uh, we are recording this also while practically engulfed in flames. So. Things are going pretty good, but so you can kind of forgive the 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 DC fandom for being kind of like a I don't know just a, a different format. But we did get a lot of news. Yeah, um, we did. Maybe not as much as we thought we were going to, uh, but we we did definitely um, find out a lot of stuff. So do you wanna do you wanna just jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. Um... For the folks at home for us was nice enough to come up with a whole uh list of things so that way my uh my bud light seltzered adult brain will be able to follow along and uh, mm-hmm. yeah and i don't want to leave you hanging out there um i am enjoying a tequila and soda with a slice of lime so i Ooh, enjoy i encourage you if you don't have some sort of problem with Alcohol, or let's say, make yourself a just a soda with lime in it. Then, um, but I, I'd say uh, put this on, grab yourself a drink, um, whether it be uh, with spirits or not, and uh, sit back and relax. And let's talk a little bit about the fandom. Yeah, let's do it. You're gonna hear uh, super fan barking in the background, Batman. So just be prepared for that. He, I think it's appropriate. Yeah, I mean, this episode has a lot of Batman um, involved in it because the fandom had a lot of Batman. Yeah, I mean, well, you know, he is the number one super fan, and he was super excited to sit and watch all these uh, all these trailers and all the news and the panels that I could find. Uh, we sat and watched them all together. That's not true. He left the minute i started this up <laughs> he's like he's like i am out of here there is a chew toy that is screaming my name yeah he's like now nah, i gotta go bark somewhere so uh, i'm gonna go do some i'm gonna go do my things and he's like later human dad zip 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 and he ran out of <laughs> so um we're taking that yeah. back by the way it's yeah no we're taking it back. chase 
it's now yeah, ours. We're going to reappropriate it. I mean, I'm sure that we have uh, Dan Harmon to thank for actually writing that dialogue, unless that was improvised by Chevy Chase. I don't know the story behind it. Um, but uh, I liked it when uh, Mr. Freeze dropped by and said it, so uh, I, 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 I'm going to say we'll, we'll, we'll fold that in. Maybe we can make it a pop saga thing if the uh, if the original creators don't mind, of course. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, so I, I uh, as as John said, I put this in a list, and I didn't really organize the list in. Uh, I basically or- organized it in um kind of a descending order of uh, of well, that's not the right way to put it. I should say. It is in an order which I think we're going to build up to the 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 big announcements, uh, but we're going to start with a, sort of some of those more uh, smaller announcements. Now, this may not be a small announcement to you. Maybe this is like what you were tuning in for. That's fine. We're not making a judgment on it. Um, I guess except for a judgment we're making for ourselves. <laughs> but uh, but if you like this stuff, um, I say more power to you. We're we're not going to love on everything here. Uh, and if it's something you loved, then I say keep on loving it because um, that's what makes the world go round, baby. <laughs> <laughs> forest, forest powers, huh? <laughs> right. It's a real sort of soft Austin Powers impression. It's like, uh, do I uh, make you horny? Maybe not. Uh, Bye. I did, sorry, I didn't mean to offend. <laughs> this day and age, I'm not allowed. I'm gone. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'll pop it away. Um, <laughs> so uh, let's start by talking about uh, we we got a look at the uh, the latest season of The Flash, and I'm just gonna be honest. Uh, I kind of fell off the Flash train uh, maybe two seasons ago, so I'm not really caught up on on what's going on but this uh this new season seems real sad <laughs> yeah it's following very much the uh berlanti trend of um taking something that's kind of cheery and hopeful and just kind of uh, making it very drib and drab and um i think this is i stopped watching right after crisis mm-hmm. I think so I stopped I have, before then. yeah so i haven't seen where this was going I, I knew mirror master looked like it was going to become a villain within the series or that's what they're uh working their word towards and it just seems like this is a continuation of where they kind of left off um it appears that barry for those who haven't watched season six we haven't either but spoilers just for spoilies, spoilies. yeah just put that out there actually just spoilers for everything we kind of talk about if you yeah. for some reason want to watch it but you know if you just want to hear two grown dudes talk about it in their uh unique way yeah that's what we'll be doing um <laughs> such a, a unique brand please yeah. continue yeah uh let's see uh barry is lost uh, touch with the speed force uh, lost his ability to run fast he can only run fast for like a couple more hours so he's got a very spawn vibe right there before he runs out of a uh, speed force forever so they're going to try to uh, create um, an artificial speed force for him to run uh, looks like iris is stuck in the mirror universe and yeah mirror master 
who is never that dangerous in the comic books, appears to be a very formidable foe. Um, and that's kind of where it looks like they left at. Um, oh, and it looks like a god... What is the... Oh, um, Godspeed. Godspeed or something like that? Yeah, it looks like he's making a return to the series. So, uh, what they showed at the show apparently was only from episode one. Yeah, I hear that uh, the... Basically, they had to uh, push the the true season finale for episode six because of the pandemic. They had to push it to the start of uh, season seven. And... um, we will not be seeing the return of the elongated man. Uh, word on the street has it that uh, the actor will, the, or sorry, the elongated man will be recast and make a brief performance, I assume, to be killed off. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> um, and then we'll no longer be on the series. That's, uh, again, spoiler alert, too late because the spoiler is already out in the wild but there you it's go like he'll will have a guy like way down like a real dark alley like hey guys here i'm oh and he just got, <laughs> you know just gets like hit in the head with a, a chemical vat or something that dissolves him so that way he yep. can never elongate again and like, yeah oh, poor ralph no okay let's say virus again yeah um so there you go that that's uh you know i I, it looks like i said we don't really watch it that much anymore it looks well produced uh it looks like it's going to to be some serious business but um i think we'll all be you know uh i think we'll be happier when uh flash is back on the air because maybe that will feel a little more normal but um Yeah, and it seemed like that was the the look was uh, the first look was pretty well well received with fans, so that's exciting. But um, let us move uh, to an alternate reality and and talk about uh, the well. I guess I can talk. I, I don't know if you saw. Did you see the Flash panel? Uh, the um, f- movie Flash. Yes. Panel. Yes, I did. Yeah. So that was an interesting. That was an interesting uh, panel. It was clearly pre-recorded and had like sort of mastheads or chapter titles at the at the start of each little section. And uh, Ezra Miller was uh, sort of um, interviewing his uh, his fellow castmates and director, and a lot of uh, sort of gushing over the the abilities of uh, everybody involved. Yeah, I thought this one was. F- the, this panel was formatted better than some of the other ones, mm-hmm. uh, for sure. I think they just had fun with it because they knew they didn't really have too much to show. Um, so you know, they just filled it up with certain facts and uh, kept it pretty light. You know, introduce you to the director, let you know what movies he's worked on, so then that way you can feel a little bit more comfortable with him making a Flash movie. Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, you know. they definitely was like, this guy is the right man for the job. Uh, but, and then they showed some very early concept art, and I see a lot of, like, really positive reactions to this all over the, uh, all over the interwebs. Um, I'm sorry to say interwebs, that's dumb, but <laughs> the internet, <laughs> but, uh, it did not resonate with me. Um, I don't know. I don't. It, we didn't really see the whole thing, but and maybe it, I'm just reacting to the concept art. But I don't, I don't know. know. I 
I think it's hard to get excited over concept art without seeing it in motion and uh, seeing it live because it can, you know, as some of the other things that we'll be talking about pretty soon, uh, that uh, concept art could be pretty disappointing when you take a look at it and go like, woo. Um, I, <laughs> I mean, the, this concept art looks better than the Justice League Flash costume. Right, like yeah. I'm, I'm not a fan of that one at all. You mean like yeah, the the armor plating, the panels um, with the strips, yeah. and then there there I think there's a point where you try to explain too much, and you should just leave it alone. Like I and every Flash, it's funny. It seems like every iteration of the Flash needs to explain away why his clothes don't explode when he's running um you know by always giving him like a a fabric that can withstand the uh super hot temperatures or they even dumb down the flash where he doesn't run as fast as he does as his comic counterpart uh but the movie flash seems like he does move as fast as you know the comic book side i don't know how his costume would have stayed together um because you know the flash runs the speed of light so I don't think even astronaut, you know, or excuse me, space shuttle panels could survive uh, traveling at the speed of light. I think that dude would be buck naked. I just wish they would just, you know, explain it away. He has a frictionless aura. It's what protects him as he runs, and that's it. Yeah. I think that's the way to go, right? Because they tried in the Flash TV show to sort of explain why... Uh, his, they or to to sort of give that same sort of explanation to the suit that you were mentioning, um. But then later in the show, they have him like running all over the place just in plain clothes, and they just kind of are like, or they have carrying him carrying somebody at top speed, <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, I guess they're like you know they set out the rules for themselves and then they broke them, so whatever <laughs> yeah so i just i don't know that explanation and then you know it looks like uh, this costume might have a good piece of uh, rgb so if you're a, a pc gamer uh ultra gamer you'll you'll be happy with that because you'll be able oh, to he's, your, got, uh, yeah, he's got some yeah. rgb yeah, he's got, uh, like, light, some light piping there. yeah which yeah is, you know it's just like hey i, I have you know, two million colors that I can choose from on the color wheel is going to look baller. Uh, I can have it pulse, rain, react to sound. It's all that good stuff. I, I think the the big takeaway from it was that one piece of art where it's him with Batman, but it looks like it's uh, Keaton's Batman. Um, yeah, it does look like Keaton Keaton's Batman, huh? Although we know now that both Keaton's Batman and... Ben Affleck's Batman will be in that movie um, because we we have confirmed that it is uh, a Flashpoint or at least touching on the multiverse um, movie. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, do you think that they will since the it, it's canon at least in the TV Flash universe that uh, movie Flash and TV Flash have met each other? So. Do you think that they will have like a throwaway line in the movie where he was like, "Oh, I met this other Flash, and he has this real soft suit." Batman, make me a a real soft suit. <laughs> <I don't> really... 
make make me something is you know make me something with performance fleece you know old navy something real comfortable yeah i'm sure um, they'll have a under armor logo on there and it'll pay for itself <laughs> um i hope so like i mean honestly the dc movie universe should be very thankful for what the tv universe has done for them by introducing the multiverse to the to the masses um that that seemed to be a big overall um that seems to be dc's play they're like we have the multiverse we have different versions of these heroes they can be anyone you know any gender any race any this and you know but they will still be their equivalents of those uh, uh, particular characters and they're riding high on that and i think this is a good way to do it so i hope that they you know they give Grant Gustin his moment. I think he—he's yeah, my favorite Flash. I—I I really enjoy him, even the dreary stuff that they put him through from time to time. But I, I think he uh, is a fine Barry Allen, and yeah, um, he does great. Yeah, so he I does really great hope, as a Flash. Yeah, so I would hope that they would do some sort of either have him show up in the movie or, um, you know, be mentioned. I'll take I'll take anything that kind of legitimizes the uh, TV universe a little bit more. Yeah, it, to your point, it definitely seems like they're going to be leaning into this multiverse concept quite a bit. They had a whole section of fandom that was just sort of explaining the concept of the multiverse to people who may not be familiar. So, um, and they kind of used it as a way to uh, boost their profile on diversity a little bit because they said, you know, you know, these heroes that you love, they can be kind of anybody. And uh, I thought that was a, uh, a neat message. Um, but yeah, we'll just have to see kind of when we see more of this uh, flash suit in, um, in motion on film to really give it the final judgment. But yeah, I mean, um, that movie's not even coming out until, what, 2022 or something like that? Yeah, so, it's got a long time. we we um, got a ways to go. Yeah, they showed us what I think are some behind-the-scenes looks, maybe. But it's still very early days. You know, I, I don't even know. that Those might have been from um, some one of his other films. Uh, who knows? Mm. All right, well, there you go. That's The Flash. Yeah. But, and that uh, segment was done in a flash. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> not a lot to say. it's so good. Sorry, oh my god, I apologize. Got that uh, Joker gas? <laughs> well, no, it's Bud Light Seltzer. It's AKA fil- Joker gas. Yeah, hold on. What's the main ingredient? Smilex. Oh no! <laughs> um, I regret nothing. Yeah, you know, uh, better to go out with a smile. Um, but let's, let's, let's not, uh, Terry, let's not, Terry, is that the old ancient part of speech that nobody uses anymore? Who knows? But anyway, let us not delay. Let us, uh, let's talk about the, the new Wonder Woman trailer. This world is not yet ready for all that you will do. Uh, yeah. The second one for uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Four. Okay, yeah, that totally spaced. I was going to say three. I don't know why. Um, 
but uh, yeah, so a little new footage. A lot of the footage is is stuff that is either stuff we've already seen, or or stuff that it was like slightly expanded on. Um, but uh, I don't know. I I liked this trailer. I'm excited for another Wonder Woman movie. Um, but I I don't know. I but this trailer didn't really grab me like um you know the ones for the first movie did and uh i don't know what did, what did you think of it um so i think it it's weird it has kind of an almost and this is no pun intended an 80s 90s superhero movie vibe to me mm-hmm. in the in the way it's the this trailer was structured the the events you know it's definitely it was like oh yeah we made a lot of money with the first one so we want to make even more money and we're going to do a bunch of zany crazy shit and we're going to make a movie around that and that's kind of what this feels like um i'm not sure if that's actually a good thing or not right i uh, i i also wrote that patty johnson has running on the brain because a lot of people are running in this so and you know how i feel about people running in movies but um (laughs) i'm not here for it yeah, hey, look, I don't do it. I don't want to see it in my movies. Stop trying to push that agenda. <laughs> sit down. Yeah, sit down. Fly. You can fly or swing from <laughs> lightning, which I thought was pretty cool. I've never seen her do that before, but I'll take it because why not? Um, yeah, I, I mean, the, the, the trailer was okay. There wasn't anything in there that made me go, oh, man, this is definitely the movie I have to see. I, ha- I They have my money. They know I'll see it one way or the other. So, uh, But there was nothing in there that really sold it to me. Um, I thought the jokes, you know, that Chris Pine was uh, told actually had me chuckle. The way I fly. They will never find us. I forgot to tell you. What? Radar. Will they will they shoot at us? Normally those are always on this one I figure uh, you are, but you know what? I'm ready to go. I think we can do better. Parachute pants? Yeah. Um... Does it, does everybody parachute now? Seem to be hit or miss. Uh yeah, I thought the trailer was alright. The thing that I was kind of like, ooh was uh, mm-hmm. cheetah Ooh. Ooh. yeah i mean so we haven't seen a very good look of her but uh I, I know there was a lot of like there was a lot of sort of uh guesstimation or sort of uh rumor about um about this this character but um yeah we got the first look at the end of this uh this trailer in a what looks like a weirdly sort of barren fight scene i don't know it it takes place like at nighttime at a dam um which i think was kind of like okay it's not a very exciting it just is kind of like this flat blue color in the background and maybe the sort of electricity that's involved in this fight and like the golden wonder woman suit with her angel from uh sorry archangel from the bat or from the x-men series wings that looked like just a bunch of uh of like i don't know metal plates or blades yeah kind of stuck together um maybe that will maybe the 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 way that the background looks the way that a setting looks will be sort of a more purposeful thing in the film um but yeah i don't know it was something that didn't 
super grab me. I agree. I think that the chemistry that Gal Gadot and, and Chris Pine have is good. Um, I wasn't a huge fan of like punky cheetah. Um, I don't want to be like anyone. I want to be an apex predator. And like in, when she's like halfway into transforming, she does like the the Palpatine, what I like to call the toilet flush move, where um, you know she spins forward and like in corkscrews. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, the, the Palpatine. Yep. I'm sitting here thinking like Palpatine toilet flush pulling an M Bison. That's whenever anyone spins towards me, I'm always thinking Psycho Crusher. So it's like yeah. Psycho Crusher. Yeah, yeah like. I mean, I'm I'm hoping for that particular scene, that fight scene on the dam, that that was some sort of weird trailer color edit, and they, I don't want to say color correct it, but don't doesn't make don't don't make it look like it's like a full moon, and that's the only thing that's lighting up everything. Because I mean, I think the the gold eagle outfit that you know Gal Gadot's wearing is, I think it's an awesome looking outfit. It, it looks cool, yeah, no it, doubt about it. You know, it it looks stellar. It harkens back a little bit to Kingdom Come, you know, her battle armor there. So I'm I'm all for that. And you know, I'm 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 gonna give them props for trying to make Cheetah look like Cheetah from the comics, as far as an actual animalized, realized Cheetah versus something else. But I never got Cheetah as a villain or a foil for wonder woman because it's it, it's not like she's ever been as strong fast or anything so um i'm gonna try to do some research and f- figure out where she's uh been a thorn in wonder woman's side so i can kind of see where the the threat could be if that makes sense like yeah it yeah. seems like she has power comparable to this demigod who can um who can swing <laughs> hooked off of lightning um which seems like she must be incredibly powerful um but uh you know i don't know (laughs) yeah (laughs) like fine i mean i'm like you said they have my money and i think uh i enjoyed the first one quite a bit so i'm i'm uh, on board to see where this is where this is going but um, you know, there's that part in the, the fight with Cheetah where she grabs Cheetah by the scruff of her neck like you might do to a, a cat, um, or a mother might do, a mother cat might do to the, her, uh, kitten. Um. Barbara, what did you do? I was like, that's kind of corny to put it in the trailer. Well, it was like like she throws her, then she lands on, you know, she lands on all fours. You just go, okay, I get it. I get it. It's fine. Maybe, maybe cats is just too fresh in our minds. Um, Oh, yes. I mean, look, the only, the only CG cat in a a real world environment that I want to see is magical Mr. Mistopheles. That's it. Any of those other cats, I don't care for. And if you don't understand that reference, shame on you. And if you do understand that reference, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, have you seen the new Cats film? 
No, I saw that in I saw that musical in, in in person. I never need to see cats again in any form, especially when you got James Corden cat. I'm not seeing James Corden in a cat. I'm sure mm-hmm. I'm sure the magical Mr. Mistopheles is uh, an abomination just like the rest of them. I won't bring um, I, I know that cats in that movie. I won't bring myself to watch that part because I enjoyed out of the whole cats musical uh, David Bowie cat, because I don't remember the name of that cat, but I always thought the cat was kind of like David Bowie, and then Magical Mr. Mistopheles. So much that I that is burned into my brain. I couldn't tell you anything else, maybe the one song from it, but Magical Mr. Mistopheles was baller. Give me that one. Get rid of Cheetah. Wonder Woman <laughs> versus Magical Wonder Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I mean, you can well, have Christian Wade I- play... Mr. Mistopheles, I'm for it. I'd watch that. <laughs> I'd watch that for sure. Um, so yeah, I mean, we're gonna wait and see. Uh, yeah, but um, you know, it didn't it didn't uh, grab me like I was hoping it would. Um, but honestly, I don't know what I don't know what I w- would have wanted to see there. So uh, we'll we'll see. But um, speaking of of weird garbage, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Were we speaking of weird garbage? I guess we weren't. Not really. Like, tangently, we're calling the CG not so good for Cheetah. But this felt like uh, they got a person, they they got their My First Animation kit and (laughs) gave somebody some crayons and said, hey, uh, go to town. You have exactly 11 hours to make this because it needs to go live. Uh, <laughs> 11 hour, one minute. And, uh, and and what is it you're re- referencing? Uh, I am referring to the uh, Black Adam. I've been waiting for this moment for a very long time. This is the one. This is the one that's going to change everything. This is Black Adam. Uh, teaser motion graphic trailer um, oh, uh, that they, they they showed to um, kind of give you get you pumped and excited for the fact that Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to be playing. Tet Adam or Black Adam in the upcoming Black Adam movie, which is honestly one I don't know why they're making a movie of, but whatever, it's fine. Uh, um, yeah, I feel like that one was fan cast. Like fans like demanded that The Rock uh, be Black Adam, and then the DC was like, "Sure." Oh, oh, my! Now my dog's joining in the fun. Oh, what is your problem? Oh, dogs and recording. Always so good. Yeah. Um but yeah, Black uh Black Adam. Is uh, looking looking you know, I don't know. You're yeah. right. I was shocked. Uh, I was hoping we'd see a costume test or something. Um but instead we got some some weird concept art slash motion graphics with uh that did, did not make me excited to the for, to see the movie. In fact, it made me kind of uh, worried. <laughs> yeah, I mean, granted, you know, we should put the caveat out there that, again, a lot of this has been impacted because of the pandemic. Yeah, so 
just looking at the 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 motion trailer gave me very much that uh, motion comic vibe when they tried to hawk that shit in the early 2000s where it's like look your comics are alive and it was like oh no they're not they're just like um, parallaxed so you're just moving things across but they're not really alive this this had very much that vibe it was very cheesy the art not that great um trying to give you as much backstory on why you should care for the fact that there's a Black Adam movie. 5,000 years ago, Kandak was a melting pot of cultures, wealth, power, and magic. Which is, again, <laughs> it, like, this is something that should have just been explained away in your Shazam movie. So then you or had some introduced or hinted at exactly like talk about the dark shazam or you know someone who's wielded the power before anything else to just kind of give you the lay the groundwork because this one felt like oh no one knows they just know the rock is black adam but for the uninitiated no one has any idea who the hell that is so we have to explain this away let's do it real quick you know knowing that yeah black adam's pretty much a villain 90 like 8% of the time so the chains around our necks Kondok needed a hero instead they got me this will be very interesting and then the costume they showed for Black Adam I certainly hope that isn't it because I'm like you have out of all the superhero movies normally you have actors have to work out for months to get fit to look good in their costumes you have this one man who constantly works out who somehow looks fitter now than when he was 20 years ago like you should be able at this point i would just have him walk around in like like his rock outfit just like wearing his little wrestling trunks and then that's it because that's how fit you know give him some boots or something and give him some bracelets and have just it paint polished. it on just yeah, paint the costume on and then just give him the little leave his tattoos and then just give him the little lightning bolt down his chest and a, a a cape i guess but this has like this weird texturing to it on the shoulders in certain areas almost leathery like didn't look that good and didn't really tell you anything like it feels to me like they're still writing the movie and uh, you know they didn't even have the rock show up it was just his voice like he could have yeah. done that on the can and he sounded like he was maybe recording inside of a can needed to be done and they imprisoned me for it now five thousand years later I'm free, and I give you my word. No one will ever stop me again. Um, but yeah, I agree. The costume has these like it feels very true to the comics, but also like it feels like they didn't go far enough. Like especially in the ancient Egyptian version of his outfit. Um. And I granted, we have the Zachary Levi Shazam. 
which we also got a uh, logo reveal for. And Marvel does that kind of stuff, too. They just reveal logos, and, and that's usually a big deal. But um, this was like... This motion graphics thing was like a motion or a uh, logo reveal plus because at the end they showed the logo and that was probably the most um, impactful part. But to your point, like we don't, we're not as familiar with this the lore of Shazam, um, so I think that they had to do like a lot of legwork to get us to care about this character. And I think at the end of that, we kind of, I was just sort of left thinking okay like this is i'm gonna see it probably because the rock is in it and and uh and and very few other reasons but but yeah let's let us not dwell on that weird ass trailer any longer i honestly since they split this into two events right they're doing this one and then one in october is it Mm -hmm. i think september but yeah september i just would have said hey do we have anything that we could have shown in september let's just save that for that and make it a slightly bigger uh reveal yeah i have to agree because this felt like this didn't really give you anything um and yeah it just it it, i think it did the opposite of what they were hoping to do for maybe diehard fans maybe people were just fans of the rock or just happy to see him be a superhero finally um so yeah I, i don't know yeah, no, when they bueno. when they were when, I think it was before the fandom event they they uh, the Rock put on his Instagram like that piece of art of him as Black Adam, and I remember all the the headlines were like first look at Rock in the Black Adam costume, and I'm just like no, this is a piece of art that it will probably sort of look like if it looks anything like the Zachary Levi uh, Shazam, it'll be you know real muscles instead of like padded muscles sorry Zachary Levi but that's you know whatever um and uh uh sort of a lightning bolt that is is uh at once uh too big and not big enough <laughs> yeah it, you know it's it's the it's like the TARDIS of uh, logos yeah it's definitely bigger on the inside, inside. yeah but you know, um We'll see, we'll see the next event. Maybe they'll show us more or, or give us more. Um, but again, it's another movie impacted by the pandemic. So I don't think we'll be seeing this as a, probably another 2022, if not even later, movie. Pro- yeah, probably. Uh, um, I mean, the way that motion graphic is, they <laughs> let's let's make it 2023. Yeah, I'm fine. With take your time. Take I'm going to say right here now. Take your time, guys. Yeah. Um, I'd like to, you know, I'd like to like it. Um. But let's wash the uh, the taste of this weird uh, trailer out of our mouths with um, a trailer that I'm going to say is half good and half kind of like, okay, hope it's good. <laughs> and uh, that is Gotham Knights, the Bat Family uh, game from, uh, not from Rocksteady. Uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, not uh, you know, don't want to um listen, I thought I thought Arkham Origins was fine. Uh I, we spoke about this briefly er- earlier and I agree with you that um Origins doesn't really have that magic that the the Rockstar Steady um Rocksteady uh Arkham games have. Um 
but man i was just in love with the art direction um because i i, I not only watched the trailer but the uh, i think they had like 10 minutes of gameplay um and man the art direction really was spellbinding to me and i also love the bat family i love all the different iterations of batman's bat branding um all the birds and various gendered bats and different things that we get to do we get to see um and i also really liked uh red robin's outfit uh design so art direction i was all on board of four but what would we win (laughs) Red Robin, yum. Yum, right? Um, I'm a big... Uh, I like that character. I'm a big fan. Um, those, But the his french fries suck. No wonder they give them away for free. Yeah, you have to. Someone yeah. want to eat that shit otherwise. You have to. Um, but I thought the, the Court of Owls part of the trailer felt kind of tacked on, and they had like kind of a weird jump scare at the end that kind of gave me a little bit of pause. Uh, in terms of like maybe how they're gonna treat this property or uh, the game as a whole, but you know, if you're watching this, I'm dead. This is a cold black. This message was automatically triggered when I destroyed the cave and everything it contained. We both know it won't take long for Gotham's criminals to realize the Batman is gone. And you can't. Well, Bruce Wayne's dead. Long live, um, I don't know, Nightwing or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It was a, it was a thing. Um, yeah, there's some cool stuff, right? The 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 I, the fighting styles of each character seems appropriate to their personality. Eh. Uh, uh. No. So, I'm so I I thought Origins was a fine game. Um, you know, like I told you, it, it just didn't have the magic. Um, the you know I think what lost me was first not having Mark Hamill or Kevin Conroy do their respective characters it felt like it was almost a way for them to try to see if they could get away from having to pay them uh to portray those characters it did give us the detective mode or like the uh, go back crime scene investigation mode and I, I thought that was a lot of fun i think the story is probably a little too haphazard in origins and the deathstroke fight was just straight bullshit um and to me, this reeks of a lot of that same stuff. I, I think art direction-wise, I didn't have a problem with any of their uh, respective costumes. Um, I think where my problems lie were actually with the weapons. Because it felt very, you know, Robin uses a, a, a staff. Um, you know, Nightwing uses his batons. Those are kind of like... Um, you know comic staples but then it's like you know batgirl uses tonfa slash nunchuck slash whatever else she's gonna use and then you know yeah, that like, was weird right do they all need an implement uh it seems like batgirl kind of does fine on her own with her with just her fists and feet and cunning to survive it, and now she's got a got a yeah a tonfa or whatever it just well it just felt like they just needed to put something in all of their hands that glowed 
So then that sure, way yeah. you, you could tell them apart or something. It felt like it, it feels like it is a very conscious decision, but certain parts um, didn't look like they flowed as well as the other. Um, as far as the uh, combat goes, felt looked a little chunky to me. Um, just from what I saw and it, it felt the same way in origins too. And I, I can't tell you why that would be different because it's the same engine. It's not like they're using two different engines to make this game. You imagine it's all the same source code and everything else. Sure. So I don't I know why you're seeing looks here way. is the, is the deft hand of the animation director. Um, and maybe the differences between uh, those two studios in that regard. I think we're, we're seeing a much more, weighty impactful perhaps believable no 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 when you have dudes teleporting no when you have yeah in rock studies for sure i don't know what i'm talking about in rock studies you're seeing that the deft hand of a good animation director in this in origins and perhaps this game things feel a little lighter things feel a little floaty perhaps it just it chunky like it just it doesn't feel like things string together as well um you know i i wrote a prediction i have a i have a prediction for this game a metacritic prediction <laughs> no i'm not gonna uh, no I'm 72 <laughs> no probably be less than that uh, <laughs> i'm gonna go it, on the record i'm gonna say my price is right guess is 72 all right that sounds good. No, my prediction's about the story. And this is just a prediction. Um, I'm saying Batman is not really dead. Is he faked his death to lure out the Court of Owls. Okay. Yeah. That's my that's my prediction. I mean, I knew it wasn't the same universe when they showed Batman and it didn't look like anything from the Arkham series beforehand. And definitely when it didn't sound like Kevin Conroy, that felt like real quick confirmation. Um I think parts of it looks good. Um, the I watched the in-game like play where they were like, "This is a pre-alpha build," and I was like, "No, it's not. Please yeah. don't lie. To, <laughs> please do not lie to the people. You are you are well in beta for this, and but you're saying it's pre-alpha because of how chunky and unoptimized it is right now." Um, yeah, I mean, maybe this is their vertical slice uh, that they would have shown at E3, and the game as a whole is, is still in... I mean, pre-alpha is very early to be releasing next year um, for a AAA game, so... Um, yeah, but, you know, then, maybe this is one of those situations where everything's get, getting done in the last uh, few months, so maybe maybe it's true. In... I'd be willing. I, I'm going to try to see if I know anyone. I'm going to ask. No, no, that was not pre. That they're, they're further ahead. I've worked on too many games that have been pre-alpha that have not even remotely looked like that. And I'm not using that as only just the gauge. Just the fact that they wanted to be like, so you can look how impressive it is. But forgive all the weird little things you're going to see with it if you're really like dissecting it. And that's what I did. Was I just kind of really went through the footage a couple of times I was like oh okay this definitely feels like it's not it's barely running at 30 frames per second uh character movement looked a little chunky and um the uh, ui was like it feels like it's not um oof, a little oof. less refined than uh what well, the arkham series was setting them up for well it has um, a strange comic book-esque 
like you know looks like it belongs in comic book panels but has like dark drop shadows mm-hmm. and it 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 to me i'm hoping it's placeholder because if that is real it does not fit with anything else that you're trying to show off in the game at all like to me there's no uh, connective tissues there other than the fact that these are comic book characters um that being said i am happy to uh, be able to play red hood i was not happy that they brought jason todd back um because you know i paid a dollar to have him killed off because i thought he was annoying i'd buy that for a dollar and they took How my dare dollar. They nullify your vote yeah, why have me vote in the first place? So, but it'll be fun to see, and he, at least that gameplay should feel different compared to the other three. I'm just really afraid the other three heroes are going to play fairly similar. Yeah, um, at least we get um, we get a Damian Wayne Robin looks like, um, so he should be fun. Which couldn't um, you see? Like, I mean, if you wanted to do the whole, here's you know, like. A scream of sticks here's guns and here's tonfas then make damien like the give him a a, a sword you know yeah, like he, he has in the his, comic. Uh, he needs his blades or just make him the hand-to-hand guy like he's not afraid to go punching dudes you know in the throats and stuff like that or you know just give him give him glowing gloves that do explosive you know or like what does he have what is does he, he has have a, a staff? he has a staff but it's not okay. it's it's like it's not a from what they showed, it doesn't look like a full-on, like, like extended-out bow staff. It's just, like, it's just, it's definitely bigger than Nightwing's little, uh, scream of sticks. Little but, batons. Yeah. Um, what about, uh, I think Red Robin, when I saw him on there, I think he is just fisticos. Although, I didn't get to see gameplay with him. He was just kind of as a, a supporting character. I hope you can play as him. Yeah, no, I think so. I think, so, from what it looks like, is they're doing a little bit of RPG elements with the character. So, you'll start out kind of looking at their basic selves. And as they level up, you're going to get different versions of their costumes. So, I think that's just a Robin upgrade. Really? That's yeah. So, is that Damien in the yeah. Red Robin suit? Yeah, hmm, he looked too tall. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it on the. I'm gonna make another bold prediction here, <laughs> and maybe this is just hope being hopeful. Uh, but I hope that's Tim Drake, aka Red Robin, and I hope that we get to see the signal. Why? Where's the signal? Uh, new member of the Bat Family. Why not put him in there? Yeah, uh, good, good points. You know, at this point, why not give me an option to play as Alfred? Yeah, right. I want to play as Batman 66 Alfred with a mustache in the Batman suit, everyone buying that it's Batman. <laughs> hey, man, you know, when, you, when you're looking at a awesome utility belt like that, it's hard to look up. Right, you're not noticing the mustache. Yeah, remember, it's all um, 100% West. <laughs> or whatever the, or uh, Alf- the Alfred actor who played Alfred. Yeah. Whatever his name was. Uh, you're great. Sorry, I don't remember what your name is. <laughs> but yeah, I think overall, I'll I'll probably I'll be tracking Gotham Knights. I'm a lot more interested in that than I am in the uh, the Marvel Avengers game. So uh, yeah, and uh, I, I like I the fact well. it's co-op. So um, you know that's cool, right? Like 
That means at some point you and I, we could sit and play, do a playthrough or something of the game. Yeah. We'll play as our respective heroes. I'll play as Red Hood. You can play as Robin. That will turn into Red Robin because I'm willing to... I'm Here, for the folks at home, I'm willing to bet you five bucks that's the same character. But he doesn't... Uh, Damian I'm willing doesn't to bet turn you, into Red Robin. That make no sense. Oh, no. It, it, does anything make sense? This is a universe where Batman doesn't exist. Right, and I guess in the Arkham City wasn't, uh, spoiler alert, wasn't uh, Jason Todd uh, the Arkham Knight? Yeah. Yeah, so... But this doesn't take place in the Arkham Knight universe anyway. It does not look that way, does it? No, it, it does not. Different. They've, they've, they've... They confirmed so it. This, yeah, so this okay, one... Okay, so it's its own universe. Yeah, this one is its own universe, doesn't take place. That's why it's not following any of the... Uh, following the fact that at the end of Arkham Knight, uh, spoiler, spoiler, Batman dies. Right. And, um, you know, a, a eerie uh, phantom-like specter comes back that's like Batman, but is completely unholy, running around scaring the shit out of people is there. But this doesn't follow that at all. So I'm just throwing all that out the window and what we know and I'm I'm just saying five bucks. You willing to take the bet, or are you gonna chicken out for our audience? <laughs> well, uh, don't call me Colonel Sanders, cause I ain't chicken. Uh, I'll take that bet. Uh, yeah, I'll take that bet. Five dollars yeah. easy. Five Imagine it right. slapped on the barrel head. Yeah, I heard it right there. Five bucks. Yeah, there was five dollars. There's, there's mine. That was just my hand on a table. That's five bucks. Yeah. All right. So, uh, Gotham Knights, it's a thing. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's my five bucks. Um, yeah, so Gotham Knights, as you said, is a thing. And I think, uh, yeah, that that's fine. I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's let's roll into some actually good news. Um, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the return of Milestone. Yes. Um, yeah, Milestone's coming back after after what seems like forever battling in court. Um, the dust has settled, and and we'll be seeing the return of uh, Milestone very soon. Next month, I think. And it they're going to be launching things in waves. So mm-hmm. up until February, which makes sense, is going to be the total launch or relaunch of Milestone comics, but I think they're going to be releasing like the back catalogs of the old uh, comics, which are, if you don't own them, you can't go out and buy like the graphic novel versions of, you know, Hardware or Icon or Blood Syndicate or Static Shock. So this will be really cool to be able to pick those up. I think just in digital form, but to have them one way is better than to have them not have them at all. Yeah, so... um John, would you like to explain to people who may not know what Milestone is? I think a lot of people must, because um, if anything, the uber-popular Static Shock cartoon certainly uh, introduced people to, uh, I guess, arguably what might be one of Milestone's most famous. He he is. Static Shock is to Milestone what Spider-Man is to Marvel. Yeah, yeah. Out of out of all of them, uh, Static Shock was the he, he was the bridge, you know, because he was the kid. He, you know, 
uh, yeah, I'll, let, let, let me just go back a little bit. Milestone Comics was founded in the real early 90s as um, by um, some comic book artists who were wanting to see uh, people of color with superheroes, new original heroes um, that, you know, kids like myself could grow up and read and have instead of just kind of having as a uh, tertiary characters be it like roadie or you know black panther or really you know no one at the you know outside of john stewart and dc there weren't a lot of choices who you can kind of uh, grow up and idolize but milestone comics brought it um to the forefront you know the way they drew the way they wrote made things feel like they were from you know where you were from if you were inner city kid you kind of got a sense of who these heroes were because they they talked like you they looked like you um but they had fantastical powers and uh, static shock was one that was actually able to break over to mainstream becoming uh the uh, uh cartoon was gotta what was it gotta get up go go gotta get up go <laughs> yeah. go uh, uh, John, make sure you put the static shock intro. I put a shot to your system. That was great. That was fantastic. I love that fucking theme song. It's so dope. Um, I mean, so much so that show won a Peabody Award for, like, children education on uh, gang violence. Um, so to have Milestone return, um, because, yeah, it did get caught up in, um, some, uh, legalese. The characters did get, Milestone Comics itself got enveloped by DC Comics. And some of their characters have made it over, but not as a whole icon has made it over and um brick from the blood syndicate made it over and so did static shock um you you see iterations of him he's in young justice um but not like hardware which was my favorite one because it was just um iron man but you know a brother which i loved and um yeah, this was uh, a surprise. I was super happy to see that they're bringing Milestone comic back and trying to engage as many different forms of media as possible, um, be it from uh, cartoon shows again to you know comics to podcasts to even they even mentioned a Static Shock movie, which I think would be huge because one of the few things that really it's weird um well it's not weird um i never thought about it when i was younger and it took me to being older to realize about uh inclusionary characters being able to see someone who looked like you and have that feel feel good about it and um milestone comics did that for me so that's that's awesome that it is is finally coming back um and they're gonna focus on uh all these characters uh that are loved and i think um i think another prediction i'll make um 
they kind of offhandedly mentioned that they may make a Static Shock movie. I hope they follow through on that because if there is any way to get a broader audience exposed to Milestone, it's through that film because you have so many people who were in love with the cartoon who are now just now, or at least are like five years into um, being, you know, major earners and contributors to like. Uh, the box office and the economy so you're getting people who grew up with static shock who love static shock you could easily use that movie um as an on-ramp um to introducing the milestone universe and man can you imagine i i mean i i can't wait like honestly if i can just get for me to see static shock on the big screen would be huge because i can just picture a lot of kids having someone to look up to and um that's huge and for me if i can get a hardware toy oh or a statue oh oh i i I, i'm a i don't know if you remember hardware but uh i i I love that character so much you know even though he killed people in the first issue but (laughs) well but you know, that stuck with him. gotta grow, you know. Well, that was we exactly it. He went that way. That stuck with him, and then he, you know, he changed his his way. Um, oh yeah, no, I, I can't wait. Um, I, I really can't. And uh, for those who are interested in Milestone, um, Robert Kirkman's Secret History to Comic Books, which was like a little docu series that was on the AMC channel. I think you can find it on. I know you can find it online. Um, they did the history of Milestone Comics, and it was really interesting to watch. So I definitely say it's a it's a good watch. Yep, and that was, that was in uh, that announcement was accompanied by uh, a very cool panel um, with uh, the creators of Milestone and uh, Phil Lamar and Mark uh, Bernard. Yeah, and Jim Lee was there. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I was just I, I, I enjoyed that one. I, I so that panel has not made it officially onto YouTube. I found a a uh, a, a Spanish Twitch stream who recorded <laughs> it, who then put it on YouTube. So I had some commentary. I, I could make out probably about every eighth word she said, but uh, yeah, I, I still able to get the gist. So it's good to watch. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, a lot of really fun stories um, talking about the the launch party of uh, of Milestone and um, how how uh, they rented instead of it being just like uh, a like party in somebody's hotel room, they rented out at a club and they got dressed up uh, in suits because they um, really wanted to be taken seriously by the rest of the comic professionals there and. Um, I think that was just like a such a, a fun. It was just such a really cool story to be kind of let in on because I had no idea that that kind of history was there for uh, for that brand. Oh, I mean, but what he said rang true. He's like, we knew we had to dress up to be taken serious, and we were going to have to be work twice as hard to be accepted half as much. That is, all those words painfully rung true to me. So. Yeah, I'm happy that these guys are getting their due. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, yeah, they bring Phil Lamar back. If he's not the voice of Virgil, 
put him in a live action movie, make him his dad. Come on, give me something. Give yeah, give, give me mean, that. Like, or you know, he's been in everything. Everything you like, Phil Lamar has is in. So yeah, he's he's one of the consummate voice acting professionals. Um, he's he is yeah he's very high on my list so yeah give him his due you know you know also you could tell he generally enjoyed voicing that character and um and it shows so yeah i'm I'm happy they're getting their due so awesome news on the return of milestone yeah it was uh one of the highlights um and uh especially uh, i saw some like early panels from the uh um from the upcoming static shock uh and i just really love the art it was just fantastic they didn't have any uh writing yet obviously but uh the panels look great right really does um now on to something that doesn't look so great. <laughs> yeah let's go <laughs> this roller coaster is really getting started um because uh yeah it's about to go <laughs> uh i don't know i don't want to be I always feel weird about like um like yucking people's yums, you know what I mean? Like obviously this this is uh <laughs> this is like a, a big deal um to to some people. But um next we're going to talk about the Snyder cut. <laughs> Hashtag the Snyder cut. Hallelujah! It's here. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to give away. Yeah. Anyway, yes. Hallelujah! It's here. The Snyder Cut has been made. We can all re- rejoice because uh, the Lord has come again, and He has bestoweth upon us um, such such great gifts as to give us not one, not two, not three, but four. Full hours of Zack Snyder's vision of the Justice League. Yeah, just when you thought you wanted, you didn't want more. He's giving you four. Of course, it's fucking four hours. You I'm literally just thinking about it, dude. You need four hours to develop characters that were so underdeveloped because of Batman v Superman: Trial of the Century. <laughs> no, like. <laughs> Like, you are literally trying to... Yes, you're going to have to develop each one of these characters because there was no character development done beforehand. And that's your fault. Either should have had them do their own individual movies, like everyone else has been doing, or uh, give them bigger roles in your Batman v Superman. T.O. the C. <laughs> Because, fuck, Ugh. um, yeah. So we're not gonna deep dive this one, folks. Uh, just because that would make my brain hurt, and I don't have enough Bud Light seltzer in the house. Um, well, yeah. I mean, you've seen a version of the movie, so the trailer consisted of um, what I would say. I at least have come to expect from a Zack Snyder trailer, which is a lot of slow motion. Yep. And a lot of really sort of uh, overwrought emotional music. And of course, in, in this case, it was a. 
I guess on the nose, hallelujah, which hallelujah. I guess is 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 kind of just it's for the fans. It's for the people who made this happen, I think, is that trailer. They're saying hallelujah, I, it exists at all. I get that. I really do. But this motherfucker's used the song twice. Hallelujah. Twice. He used the shit in Watchmen. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> And then he's going to use it again in this, like, uh, as a uh, two on the nose um, allegory to his trials and tribulations. And I'm not going to knock this man. He had a terrible thing happen to him that, you know, forced him to step away from it. And the minute he stepped away from it, you could tell that execs and everything were like, no, look, you just need to make us an Avengers like hit. This is too much. And without him there to protect it, we got what we got with Justice League, right? Where someone was like, this needs to be a tight, not even two hour long movie. You need to make this fast. Got to have a lot of fun. And that's what Joss Wheaton tried to do. Um, you could, I feel like you could tell whose was whose scenes, depending on um, what was being shown. Um, was that version of Justice League good? No, I don't think so. Um, shocker. Um, <laughs> but did I think Batman v Superman Trial of the Century was good? No. Uh, uh, I think the ultimate version of it is a better movie because it explains away the stuff that they edited out um, that didn't make any sense. But it's still not something that was golden. There are moments in that movie that are great. Um, I think... Probably the most true-to-life Batman fight scene I've ever seen is actually in Batman v Superman. Um, because there's no quick cuts and or, you know, extending palm action or any bullshit like that. Um, you know, you see Batman fight, so good for him on that. But then you get Justice League, which was just, you know, trying to do too much with no time. So now that they have four hours, they're going to do too little with all that time. And it, it just, I don't know, to me, that whole trailer, the whole Snyder Cut, I didn't ask for the Snyder Cut. I definitely was not trying to trend it. I, I was fine with letting Justice League die for a few years, them trying to figure out how to do it right. Um, but, like, to me, it just feels like he's just making Watchmen too. Like, even with uh, uh, Cyborg's dad getting exploded in a, in a device inside a chamber... You know, staring out, getting evaporated. I was like, come on. You've done this already. Like, yeah. if you're going to remake one of your movies, remake 300. That was fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got great points. And I don't know. There isn't much more to say about it, to be honest. Like, um... Yeah, I only got two other things to rag on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, I mean, one of them's got to be the Dark Seed, right? Yeah. No, Dark Side. Sorry, Dark Side. Yeah, I, want to I call will. Seed. I know it's spelt weird, but it's Dark Side. Yes, yes, yes. Of course, I that know, was a bit. I that know. was a, another flub club by your old buddy Forrest. You know? <laughs> so let's hear what you think it. about this. No. Uh, this Dark Side. Oh, well, my note said, "Eh, pass." Like <laughs> it, it, it's this is apparently what we see is Dark Side before he becomes Dark Side. It's his. 
Dude, what does that um, mean? Isn't he born Darkseid? No, he has like another name now. You know, they added to the mythos. Uh, for those uh, folks listening home who don't know who Darkseid is, um, Darkseid is the inspiration for why we have Thanos, um, created by the same uh, uh, amazing artist, Jack Kirby. Uh, originally created the New Gods, which were these um, scientifically advanced warring gods of two planets one being new genesis the other being apocalypse dark side is the ruler of apocalypse which is just a giant warring planet with these uh uh furnaces and they're all sick and kind of twisted and he doesn't really um expect any no failure is not tolerated with dark side whatsoever he could go toe-to-toe with superman no problem um, he is immensely powerful. This guy looked like he was uh, going to Weight Watchers. Good for him. Counting his <laughs> things. He super anemic. The Omega symbol was upside down, um, which drove me nuts. Normally, when they show him with the Omega thing, it's shaped like Omega for a reason. Because he has these things called the Omega Beams. Anyway, he didn't have any of that shit. He just had the spear. So I think this a growth, right? Like a doomsday style bone growth. Yeah, it looked like yeah, it looked like he was branded. Like he was at a fraternity that liked branding people, and Mm -hmm. the person fucked up. It was supposed to be the other way around. They branded it the right side up. It's a big brand. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like a horseshoe. Like honestly, you look at it, you wouldn't understand it was. It's meant to be, you know, in Latin characters omega oh wait which i thought that was i thought he was like okay i thought he was representing lucky charm somehow yeah (laughs) he's like the seventh marshmallow he's the blue he's the blue horseshoe or whatever you know he's like green clovers you know rainbows dark side you know like he's he's, (laughs) you know i'm a dark side (laughs) oh i hope he talks like that anyway he looks so bad um and honestly at this point you just might as well made him the villain instead of steppenwolf because guess what steppenwolf does not look much better um uh, steppenwolf was not a good choice for a villain for uh, the Justice League to fight, and I'm not, just not talking because he sucked in the comics. He, yeah. he's just like some dude Such a with baffling choice. You have so many other good um, characters that come from Apocalypse. Uh, the Planet of <laughs> Make it Calabac. Make it someone else. Oh, oh, God. The only one that looked good, and I'm I'm just guessing, is that uh, Desaad. Uh huh. I th- believe the hooded character in there is Desaad and not Steppenwolf, as some people just like are saying. <laughs> undercover, <laughs> when yeah, he jogs. He's like, yeah, he's like, hey, hey, don't mind me. I'm just on your left. You know? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh man, no. Um, I mean, fortunately, if you have HBO Max, you won't have to pay any more than your subscription to see it. It will be in. Uh, one hour long chunks with eventual uh, combining it for a four hour long movie and they even talking about potential what redistribution in other places so if it's not streaming it might be coming to theaters towards some people uh, depending on where the rights go so uh, anyone will be able to watch it 
why you'd want to, I don't know. Uh, I mean, we will so we could report on it. But yeah, and to be honest, I would anyway. I'm gonna watch it. I've I mean, I have both to. those movies. I, I'm going to do it. Probably fought hundreds of thousands of other super beings on the other planets he's destroyed, right? And we have to assume he's won. I don't care how many demons he's fought and how many hells. He's never fought us. Not us united. Yeah, there's 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 a point. So there is coming a point with a lot of these movies, though, where I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I need to go see it in theater. Yeah, um, well, so, can't see anything know, in theaters these days. So. I, I understand, but that's my same bar that I hold for games. I'm gonna hold for this shit. So if I would see it in the theater, if I could wait for it to see it at home, is a, is it's a big that's a big indicator. Of, yeah, uh, how I'll watch it. And yeah, this one I'm glad I get to watch it from home because I would not want to go to sit in a theater watch a four hour long Zack Snyder suck fest. Anyway, yeah. Well, <laughs> well, um, we. Uh, that being said, we are gonna watch it. Uh, we'll probably do a weekly series on it when it comes out, assuming they don't. Uh, well, even if they do all, they do uh, deliver it in binge style. Um, yeah, we'll we'll review them all or all at once. It really depends on how good it is. But you know, we'll be getting yeah. It. Who even who even knows how we're gonna get them? It might be like one hour long in, uh, increments each week. Yeah, yeah. You know, versus like a like an actual TV show. Yeah, because you imagine they they're I think they're just gonna roll them out hot, dude. Like yeah, and change them as they get people's complaints because one other thing I feel real bad for a lot of these Snyder Cut fans is what if they don't like the movie i don't think that's a possibility now i think if you have invested this much of your of yourself of your spirit into this endeavor i think whatever comes out on the other end is going to be rapturous to you you think so i'm, think I'm so. hoping i'm hoping we break some people <laughs> i think that i think that the denial is strong in this uh, crowd oh, <laughs> all right um, I don't know. Uh, to be honest, like I, I don't want to say anything disparaging by people who wanted this. They wanted it, and they got what they wanted, and that's cool. And I hope that everybody out there does like it, and it's everything that they hope uh, hoped for. Uh, certainly, the the panel um, was a real love letter to this uh, to these fans, and I thought that was sweet in a way and then uh they had Zack snyder and answering all their fans uh or sorry their questions um like you know uh directly so i think that's got to be a thrill if you're a fan of that um franchise or or i guess it is a franchise um so yeah that's what i'll say i mean there are parts i liked about the snyder dc movies certainly so and like yeah, I'm gonna watch it, so yeah, hundred percent. There are parts I like. Yeah. So, but if that's really your bag, this must have been very thrilling for you, and uh, I hope it's good. But yeah, let's stop talking about it because. <laughs> yeah. What reasons. did you say? Enjoy your yum. Yeah. Enjoy your yum. Yeah. I don't. I don't want to yank your yum. So yum your yum. Yank your yum. Yum yum yum. Yum yum yum. But um, but let's roll right on to something that really caught my attention, and that is the little bit we got to see from uh, James Gunn's upcoming sequel 
um, to David Ayer's very weird movie, uh, Suicide Squad, which is just called Suicide Squad again. <laughs> no, it's called The Suicide Squad. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. They put a the in front of it, so it's a yeah. sequel. But and they're, they, uh, you know, they say it's a sequel, but in in reality, it's it's kind of hoping you don't remember, right? I mean, I think so. Um, yeah, I mean, you have at least three of the characters from, or four of the characters from uh, uh, the the first Suicide Squad making a return. So, is it four? Or is it even more? We got Viola Davis. We got Jai Courtney, Joel Kinnaman. Uh, of course, Margot Robbie, and... Yeah, it's just four. It's just four, I think. Yeah, because yeah, uh, Killer Croc didn't make a comeback. They replaced no. Him with, uh, <laughs> they replaced him with a better animal-based character. Yeah, well, um... <laughs> uh, let's just go down the list, because this, this is the thing. They so they finally re- revealed the full cast list, and it was bonkers. There are yeah. so many in, people in this movie, and so many of them are gonna die. So many. Yeah, like I, I, I think we need to come up with our own uh, uh, poll or something where we just kind of go with who do we think is going to die when. Yes. Um, Let's do that. Let's put out a poll, audience. Okay. Who. Do you think well let I mean not everybody's gonna die, so maybe we say the poll is who do you think is gonna die? Vote for all the people you can think are going to die. Alright, um, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll figure we'll, it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We have <laughs> to because the, it, the wrinkles. The, I I it's funny, I did not realize actually how many people were on this until you alphabetized you you put all the actors in it and it went yeah. all the way to T. That's a yes. lot of fucking people in a movie, right? Yes. Uh, so I put them in a uh, an indented um, alphabetical list. They weren't organized by uh, alphabetically, but the list, uh, you know, the um, the the demarcation of each section was a a lowercase letter, and uh, yeah, went all the way down to T, which I also thought was funny. <laughs> I was like, well, that's a lot of people in this movie. Yeah, but let, yeah, let's go. Hammer it, dude. Hammer it through, dude. Okay, so we got Idris Elba as Idris Elba. No, <laughs> Idris Elba as Bloodsport, um, who is a guy who can kill people. I think <laughs> based on my for research. sport. Yeah, he's a mercenary um, who who can. I guess there's a version of him who can, like, create weapons out of nothing, but is also a white supremacist? Anyway. Yeah, the fir- the original one was. So, yeah. Yeah, this will be interesting to see which one that they, uh, they go with. I think it's the later iteration, which I'm actually not very familiar with. Yeah. And uh, then we got uh, Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn, of course, and then what looks like a very fun portrayal of the the character peacemaker uh john cena will be playing peacemaker which i gonna be, i'm actually looking forward to <laughs> me too it's gonna be weird though because we won't be able to see him right i mean what do you mean because he will wave his hands in front of his face and then he'll disappear well you can't you can't see him he does that <laughs> right. all the time so okay, it's gonna be true. really weird 
Well, maybe he'll get like uh, vanishing powers, and this will all be a big wink to the to the WWE fans in the audience. Um, but uh, we also have uh, Viola Davis, Davis returning as Amanda Waller, Jai Courtney as Captain Boomerang, Joel Kinnaman as Rick Flag, who is looking a lot like a GI Joe character these days. Yeah, he um, might as well just call him Duke. Yeah, and I'm gonna struggle with this last name. Um, but David Dast Malchain? Yeah, it sounds good. <laughs> uh, yeah. As Polka Dot Man, who, uh, you know, people probably aren't too familiar with, unless I guess they watched Batman the Brave and the Bold, who I, I believe featured Polka Dot Man at, at one point. Yeah, for one second I thought it was, um, when I saw him, I was like, is that Polka Dot Man, or is that Oddball? Or is that uh, some weird version of uh, Crazy Quilt? And when it was Polka Dot Man, I felt pretty comfortable. Yeah. I yeah. Like, I would hope Crazy Quilt would be a little crazier. But, um, yeah. Then we have uh, uh, Daniela Melchior. Yeah. Melchior. Yeah, as no Ratcatcher 2, not the original Ratcatcher. They made a very big deal during the panel to reinforce the fact that she is Ratcatcher 2. Uh, assumably, or I guess you could assume that uh, this is like the protege of the original Ratcatcher. Yeah, I'm trying to remember back to the who's who issue with that in there. And I think it was not the protege. It literally was just another person taking up the moniker of uh, Ratcatcher. Nice to know DC. that Ratcatcher has his own sort of like Batman legacy to hang down, <laughs> hang down from like, generation to, to generation. It's like, who's that hero that, you know, prowls around at night uh, saving people? Batman? No. I'll become the Ratcatcher as well. Yeah, uh, two. Ratcatcher 2. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait for uh, Ratcatcher Five. Um, and Rat then we have uh, in space. <laughs> we have uh, Steve Agee as King Shark, of course, in, in motion capture. Um, uh, Sean Gunn as Weasel, and Sean Gunn, uh, you might not know, it plays the motions of Rocket Raccoon. Um, he's in the mocat suit. Yeah, he's the brother of. Uh, James Gunn as well, so you know, very much like um, Sam Ramy with his brother Ted Ramy putting him in everything. Sean Gunn isn't anything that his brother does, so it's a good way to always stay employed. But at least he can stand in this one. Yeah, um, this yeah. he cracked that the little look on the the look they got on Weasel's face had me dying. So yeah, uh, <laughs> it does look. I mean, he looks insane. Um. Yeah. We got uh, Flula Borg as Javelin. Flula Borg is a very funny comedian. Uh, he wears a fanny pack all the time. Check him out. Um, Nathan Fillion as uh, TDK. And we were talking about this earlier, um, and I've seen it online as well, uh, reported, uh, that, that uh, I'm assuming that this stands for det- the Detachable Kid. Yes. Um, but he is based on a more obscure DC character. Yeah, arm, arm fall off boy. Right, arm fall off boy. Who I saw a picture of once in one of those like lists of the the most batshit uh, DC characters, 
and um, and boy howdy did that image yeah, really stick in my mind good. with those big old meaty gross things yeah um, for those for those wondering he can throw his body parts at you there you go so and they're real yeah. gross look and it's not like a real clean break just let's just say that yeah it, it weirdly looks like a honey baked spiral cut ham yeah really <laughs> picture anyway really sort of like fruit like uh, and also disgusting yeah um but I, I did see an article that that took some of the behind the scenes frames and, and zoomed up on some storyboards and it's clear that nathan fillion will be throwing his arms <laughs> perfect <laughs> yes um so uh yes and then we got uh peter capaldi as a thinker just a perfect yeah. cast there yeah everyone's not favorite doctor let's <laughs> okay let's come on uh let's we already got through this the snyder cut minefield uh let's not oh i didn't have a problem with peter anger capaldi. the Whovians. no no i didn't have a problem with peter capaldi he reminded me of john pertwee so i was a big fan of uh, returning to a cantankerous old doctor, um, but I know a lot of people weren't too happy with the Mister Capaldi. Uh, I but I thought he did a fine Smith, job. You know, fuck I, that guy. Matt Next. Smith was great. No, he wasn't. Um, yeah, it was one of the best. Anyway, no, um, no, oh, get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out! I'm cutting all this shit out. <laughs> We're gonna be like have a week or whatever. Fuck Matt Smith. He was garbage. Oh my god. I said uh, to stay away from that minefield, and we have gone barreling into it. Um, so let's you quickly. You can at me on. all you want at the Pop Saga on Twitter. At <laughs> yeah, me. But, just, but say at Pop Saga, but minus Forrest, because this is not. Yeah, yeah. At John. Come on. Do it. Do it. Tell me who your favorite <laughs> doctor is, and I'll tell you why you're wrong. Anyway. <laughs> um, so then we, uh, we have Pete Davidson as a blackguard. Um, uh, if I'm a betting man, I, I say he gets killed off real early based on some of the scenes I've seen do not include him in it. So whatever he might be the, uh, he might be the, um, oh, what was his name? The guy who had ropes. Was it not Suicide noose? Squad. It was, uh, it was a really, it was a weird name because it didn't Slipknot. Not, slipknot. Yeah. Is it the band? Like the band? <coughs> yeah, um, Slipknot the band. All five of them yep. emerge like Voltron. <laughs> yeah, but spoiler alert, he, he dies in a very funny way um, in the original uh, Suicide Squad after being built up as like one, <laughs> one of the main characters. So I feel like this is going to follow in that tradition, and I'm, I'm just calling it now. I think Pete Davison is going to be early, because um, maybe because I like his costume the least i don't know um, we'll see maybe he's great um uh alice braga as uh soul soria little roll the tongue on there i'm assuming that's yeah, how it's nice, pronounced yeah nice you nice rolling of your r sir thank you <laughs> um uh mailing ing i think that's how that's pronounced as uh mongol a very comic accurate looking mongal yeah, have you seen this? Uh, I had to see who that was because I remember seeing the makeup, and uh, this woman looks like she could bench press all the names above her, no problem. Yeah, she is a very fit woman. I think a perfect choice for Mongo. Yeah, and a, a very cool, uh, like a very strong character to have on the team. Yeah, um, for sure. And then uh, 
another James Gunn uh, mainstay, Michael Rooker, coming back as Savant. Yeah, he's another one I think is going to die real early. It seems, again, like I, you, they showed a couple like group shots, and Savant isn't always in him, so we'll see. We got um, uh, Storm Reed as uh, Tyla, Bloodsport's daughter. Cool. Probably not in the team, or maybe she is. I don't know. Yeah, I think so. I think what I, I have a guess to this. I just think it's going to be two teams. Mm. So you're gonna have probably um, Harley Quinn leading one, and then uh, Captain Boomerang or Rick Flag leading another. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, that's hey. that's that's my feeling. Is why they're probably split, and we didn't get all of them. But I see that would make a lot more. I mean, you kind of see them mixed up, so it's hard to hard to tell. Maybe they maybe they start as two and they come together as a once in single unified team after everyone gets picked off but uh yeah um, i mean that that's the that's the beauty of suicide squad right is like technically no everyone's expendable yeah uh, probably it's not called exception. everyone's fine squad yeah everyone goes home squad um and then uh, the final two uh jennifer holland is uh, amelia harcourt and Juan Diego Boto as Luna. That's a lot of people. Yeah, so that's a lot of people. Um, we didn't get to see much from the movie itself, but um, from what I saw, it looked to me like what GI the G.I. Joe movie should have been. Like a colorful 70s war movie um, that is like a little self-aware. Um, and based on the, the brief scenes that we saw and the filming locations which were very vibrant and um almost cartoonish uh i am uh uh color me um excited to see this movie even more so than um prior to the fandom yeah he he had me at the logo when he brought back the 80s comic logo Mm -hmm. was that was huge um that was it and then yeah james gunn has such a awesome director pedigree and what he was able to do with those guardians movies i was like there's literally only two directors i could think of that could do a suicide squad movie and james gunn is one of them the other one is uh i think taika waikiti oh yeah uh, Ooh, could great could cast. do it uh yeah. i mean sorry great uh hire as a director wow seriously he would he would do great um but i'm glad he's uh he's helping that new thor movie not to not to get too far out of the dc universe but uh yeah look at really looking forward to it i can't wait to see more i wish we did see more but we yeah me too but uh did they say when it's coming out uh i think it's next year (laughs) now i'm not sure I don't know. With uh, with COVID, who knows when it's coming out? Um, I know. Uh, I know. At least one of the movies will be, or I say, the final movie we'll be talking about uh, today is coming out next year. Um, so uh, yeah, I guess we'll just <laughs> we'll let you find out. Fair. Yeah, I mean, but that was not. But that oh no. Was not okay, the- so it is set for next year. Sorry, breaking news. Yeah. Suicide Squad coming out in 2021. We do it the whole time. This was a test. Yes. And you, all of those who knew it passed, and those who failed, uh, uh, go buy some Bud Light Seltzer. 
Ooh, <laughs> this this again. This episode not sponsored by Bud Light Seltzer. Bud Light Seltzer. You couldn't find anything else at the gas station. It'll do. Bud Light Seltzer. <laughs> But that was not the only Suicide Squad stuff we got, right? Oh, no. No, no, sir. We we got a cinematic trailer for the Suicide Squad. The, su- the Suicide Squad kill the Justice League. Hey, Boomer! Lay down suppressing fire! Keep it down, Hal. These are still ringing after that last Bonnie. <laughs> what is that? Australian for hangover? I believe I can translate. Boomerang has a concussion. From the enemy you missed in our last encounter. <laughs> Guess those teeth are sharper than your eyes, Shark Man. I never, oh, never miss. Never miss. never miss. Yeah, yeah, we bloody know. You never shut up about it. <laughs> yeah, I have I have one note for that. Yeah. Right, so I, I I broke my notes down into categories. So I had video games, I had my Gotham Knights notes, and then my Suicide Squad notes was just one note, just one. Now that's how you make a game. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. I. I now, what do you mean? Because <laughs> I don't, I didn't see any gameplay. Well, that's what I mean. Though it like they didn't have to show any gameplay, but you know what gameplay elements you're gonna get. It's going to be co-op as well. Yeah, uh, four-player inc- co-op in here. Yeah, so that's one of the things. It has a brand of humor, so I'm looking for something to crack me up, right? So it was able to take into account the Suicide Squad, and it's using all the characters with the save for one that you're going to get in the movie, so it's going to reinforce that as well. Um, it just... The, the only thing I don't understand is how this is still in the Arkham universe. So this is the game that is in the Arkham universe. It, is but, it? Uh, yes, that's what they said. So the Gotham Knights, the one that looks like it's in the Arkham universe, isn't. And the one that doesn't look like it is, is. Um, but it was just a real fun... I guess I should wrote now, that's how you make a game trailer. Because... I was laughing my ass off during the whole thing. Um, I thought it looked great. Y- you you get a sense of what their travel powers are going to be, so how they're going to traverse the environment. Um, all the jokes for me landed, um, even at the end, had me dying. And I like the way Superman's costume looked, even with that uh, gold light piping. I thought that was actually a really interesting touch. So Yeah. Um, I agree. And I-, I was very excited about seeing that trailer, and I thought what they did with Captain Boomerang in terms of like giving him a little bit of an interesting power boost was really cool. Yeah, see him moving really fast, and I was like, man, Deadshot with a jetpack, that's kind of fucked up. Like, wow, like this dude's already super deadly, but now he's like almost 360 degrees of death. <laughs> You know, this guy can fly over your head, shoot you, all this stuff. Yeah, he looked very uh, Boba Fettish, not yeah. Boba Fettish, uh, Boba Fettish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yeah, a person. Sounds like I'm saying fetish. I can't stop. Yeah, you know, people who are really into Boba Pearl drinks or Boba Fett themselves. Mm-hmm. The Boba um, Fettish. 
Yes, it's, they've got a boba fetish. <laughs> no, I know someone who has a boba fetish. Um, but uh, yeah, without without any gameplay trailer, I I don't know. I assume it's going to be very good. Um, like I said, having Captain Boomerang teleport to wherever his uh, boomerang ends up, I think is a fun time. Um, and uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm sad I have to kill Superman. I'd rather have a Rocksteady game that I am Superman. Like I, like you keep hearing rumors they were working on it at least at some point. Maybe um, this is them testing the waters. Could be. Could be. Who knows? I mean, I'm Superman. I mean, also <laughs> shows that. Kill him, so. Yeah, hopefully you do, or you know, you cure him from whatever thing is making him crazy. Yeah, whatever happens first. Maybe Starro is being used by uh, Brainiac or something. Yeah, Brainiac seems to be involved. I don't know. A little—it's a little investigation by me, but he's—he's he's a little bit in the trailer. Yeah, just a little bit. A little, little bit. Just a little. But yeah, good stuff. But but to your point, until there's a gameplay trailer, because this game is not out until like 2022 anyway. So yeah, we have a, a while to go, and it's probably been in development for a few years already so uh i wonder who made that trailer yeah i, I mean know. it looked like it looked like a blur or somebody somebody good. Our, yeah somebody really good I, it was very well like I, I fucking love that boomerang hitting superman in the back of the head <laughs> and then the just like he, yeah then him just like so figure out who we're killing yet Oh, fuck! Uh, you shouldn't have done that, Shark! Like, oh, why'd you do that, Shark? Just yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know why. That just really tickled me. Yeah, each of the characters' personalities looks really fleshed out and interesting. Um, uh, as far as I'm concerned, the uh, Suicide Squad movie will have to um, have to match this version of, uh, of um, Captain Boomerang, which I think is a is maybe the best in this short cg version of captain boomerang is maybe the best captain boomerang i've ever seen yeah um, hands and i'm down, talking about just his physicality and his voice and everything yeah I, I agree with you super super enjoyable just that short trailer made me go oh man i like that guy so they have my however much money it'll cost me to buy a game at that point yeah right now yeah. <laughs> 70 thousand furs oh, <laughs> irradiated furs. furs i would have oh. said bobble, bobble caps but it's maybe a little too maybe a little too obvious um well also because you know i have that right like you know I, I got bottle i got bottle caps for days yep absolutely wow. you've you've uh you have you've, you've practically cornered the market on bottle caps so if that's what it comes to you're set you're made in the shade um, but let us not delay again any further. I know that was all exciting, but now we come to the main course. Yes, there are things I have missed, I'm sure. <laughs> but um, here we are. This is the uh, the final thing we're going to talk about um, today. And uh, we're going to dive into a little dissection of the... I don't want to play my hand too early, but the incredible The Batman trailer. 
um, which uh, yeah, I knew you'd say that. Yep, <laughs> which which premiered uh, during this event, and I think it's safe to say anchored this event because it was uh, it was the big surprise I think of the night. Um, or I guess it's not it wasn't a surprise. We knew there was going to be a panel, so I think people expected to see something. But with only twenty five percent of the movie done to see this much, uh, this finished. Um, I was surprised. Yeah, I mean, I think that's probably more... No one was expecting to get what was uh, delivered um, just because uh, their shooting was uh, cut short due to the pandemic, like everything else. So to have even what we had, you know, it was good showing. And um, I think out of all the panels that I watched, um, this was probably... The most interesting of the panels um because it, you know showed matt reeves kind of talking almost talking through his process and how he views batman and um you tell he likes the character and he understands the character a little bit more than i think we've gotten in other iterations and um so yeah i i, I thought this was a great panel and yeah to get this they, they get this trailer was really cool. So there yes, you go. the uh, the director of everyone's favorite 1996 hit, the pallbearer, starring um, David Schwimmer, um, a, a Matt Reeves classic. Uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's just dive right in. So we open with a red WB logo and some very disturbing duct duct tape sounds. Yeah, it sounds like tearing originally, but you can then tell us, like, oh, no, that's a roll of duct tape. Uh, The WB logo is, uh, I like this because they've been using this more, is their old school WB logo. Yeah, it looks, it really brings back um, some memories there. Yeah, but uh, we go from the duct tape scene to, what, a guy um, wearing some sort of makeshift mask. Yeah, a mask Um, weirdo is what I call him. Yeah, just like uh, tearing pieces of duct tape. Um, He's got goggles on. um, And then that uh, flash is black. I'm trying to remember. We see see the guy with the, the thing the the little message written on his face sort of drawing a long last labored breath which is very upsetting (laughs) yeah what's it say on his face no more lies no more lies i believe because as we'll as we'll see in this um in this entire trailer there's a there's definitely a through line um, in, in regards to this masked uh, weirdo we see um, who uh, about lies um, but we don't have to wait long because we uh, then see Gordon walking down uh, a very awesome looking uh, hallway and, and we get our first shot of um, of oh, why is his name escaping me Jeffrey Bright that his name? 
Oh man. <laughs> I oh, love oh, I love him so much in um in uh Westworld uh as Bernard. Yeah, it's Jeffrey Wright. Yeah, I don't Jeffrey know why Wright. I was so um uh so uh, unsure of myself there, but um, I'm very excited to see Jeffrey Wright's uh, take uh, on uh, Gordon because uh, he's walking down a hallway filled with police officers, but um, there's someone walking behind him uh, that is mm-hmm. getting all of the attention. Yeah, I wonder if probably Montoya or something like that. Yeah, yeah, probably Montoya, um, if I had to guess. Yeah, then uh, we cut to him viewing a room... We see a pair of boots show up, um, and, you're, and it looks like the person has either long uh, coat or cape. Um, we see a covered window. Who yeah, who could it be now? Who can it be now? <laughs> um, and all the time, it, all the while this imagery is going, uh, Gordon is reciting a riddle, and you... Your secret friend. Underneath the bridge. Who? Top has sprung a leak. And the animals have trapped. Having a clue. Bobby, come up Let's play a game. Just me and you. Any of this mean anything to you? Realize. That guy earlier with the crazy mask must be the Riddler. Yeah, must be the Riddler. Or one of many other things it could be. Probably the Riddler. Probably the Riddler. Probably the Riddler. (laughs) It's it's all about riddles. Riddles about lies. And he pretty much says, and then it's like, you see an envelope, and it says, to the Batman. And I think uh, that's when uh, Commissioner Gordon's like, but does this mean anything to you? And then we get our first look at Batman. Yeah, Batman shows up, and boy howdy does he show up. Uh, this suit is looking just as good as I hoped based on my list of where it showed up on my list. Yeah, I mean, it is, um, yeah, it is, it's not a bad looking suit. I I, I want to rag on it. I, I was hoping to be able to kind of um, just get through all of this without being like, oh yeah, then this shitty thing happened, and then this shitty thing happened. But <laughs> uh, not to play my hand, I think this is a very well put together trailer. Um, it sets a mood for sure. And yeah, this Batman costume is it, it looks legit. Um, it's two tonal. Right, so it's yep. like the the black uh, leathery material, the wings and the uh, cowl, but then like the uh, almost dark gray uh, texture of like this uh, the body armor, the bat symbol, you know, clear as day on his chest. It it, it cuts a very striking. Uh, silhouette and uh, all of you uh, pop saga super fans know that I love a, a, a striking silhouette yeah it looks really good and like the yeah. high collar looks incredible like like you said the silhouette is incredible and 
uh yeah it, hit, it ticks all the boxes and he looks uh fantastic but what i think is maybe more important is unlike the batman v superman batman um he looks more human like they really bulked up like uh batfleck to look like this just like a monster of a man and um i thought this version of batman kind of um looked more like the uh the the sort of hero or vigilante detective i was hoping uh for um yeah i mean it looks like a younger you know a younger man he's a little bit more live um yeah definitely a lot not like the the hulking beast which was batfleck or you know um but i also like the way he moves right yeah very purposeful yeah he seems like yeah every movement seems like um like he like he's conserving uh motion or whatever it's a it's a very interesting way that robert pattinson's playing the character yeah like super cautious almost like mm-hmm. yeah not not a wasted movement like if he needs it like he's in a he's in an unfamiliar territory surrounded by a bunch of cops we're not Obviously, he's working with Gotham PD to some capacity, so maybe there's an uneasy truce or something, but, you know, like, he's like, okay, if I need to get out of here, I know if I make three steps to my left, I can jump out that window and, you know, bomb off or something. So, yeah, very cautious. I I, I, I dig that look. He walks, yeah, him walking up. It's a good-looking outfit so far. Yeah, so, and uh, it looks like uh, Robert Pattinson is really inhabiting the character. Um, and uh, so then we see, it, it looks like it's pretty obvious that um, what who we're seeing is maybe uh, Lieutenant or Detective Gordon. Um, we're not yeah, seeing the commissioner not yet. yet. Yeah, so um, we see what looks like another uh, commissioner, and then we see, I guess, even a earlier proto batman suit um I, I, it's just like I, him on a bike with a eye makeup and and like a little bandana yeah i think that's more like his patrol not wearing batman outfit but just kind of like being able to travel around the day without being disturbed yeah. type of suit but, but still yeah, he's got the but still like checking around and <laughs> like, yeah he's got the you know the eye black he's got the helmet He's watching this um, uh, newscast or like a reporter's talking again conference. Then that shoots from him driving through a cemetery and then uh, pulling into um, what appears to be the Batcave, which who knows what this is. I don't know if it's like a train station, a mausoleum uh whatever but it's like this huge massive space um but i really like it because it just looked like it was there beforehand and it gives you a, a sense that you know this is a not a one but two man operation because we hear um oh why am i blanking on his name andy, andy uh, circuses alfred yeah we hear his alfred uh, saying you're becoming quite a celebrity. Um, talking through this point, and then, yeah, it just looks like 
they're occupying this thing they have some tables around you can kind of see the other batman cycle that we got from those spy shots um there so yeah at least has two different types of motorcycles it's got these columns but it's a really great little quick little shot of the uh, what i think is the bat cave yeah so it's like it's obviously the early days of the bat cave but um but it still yeah it still looks incredible um and then we have a scene of uh bruce um attending a funeral um and uh, he he uh, saves a kid from a, a car crashing through the the funeral into the casket i guess <laughs> yeah and, uh, just it, it it was yeah it's like a car that's all painted up that says like doa on the back yeah and yeah it just smashes right in that fucking casket and uh was it some dude um looks like he's, he's got a he's bomb got- strapped yeah and he also has like a a letter to the to the batman um and then we get some more uh of uh alfred vo saying why is he writing to you asking why why is he writing to you and this is kind of um teasing some of the central mysteries seemingly from the movie yep and then I think it goes from that to everyone panicking, but Bruce Wayne just standing strong. So this is our first look at as uh, Robert Patterson as Bruce Wayne. I'm not feeling the hair. Uh, not feeling the hair. Well, it's a young Bruce Wayne. He hasn't got his haircut yet. Yeah, I know, but like, like, did he just come in out of town and uh, from from all those years of training how to fight and shit? and didn't get a haircut or it's 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 weird i think that what we're gonna see is a bruce wayne who is not a charismatic playboy yet i think um what we're seeing is a bruce wayne that is like really struggling with um with being batman and bruce wayne and it seems like anyway we're gonna get a very contemplative uh, I don't want to say moody because I think that it sounds kind of almost negative, but I think we're gonna get a very um, introspective Batman this time. All right, I think that's fair. Um, what happens next? We get our first shot as Zoe of Zoe Kravitz. Uh, yes, that's right. Her portrayal of Catwoman as unmistakably. Um, we even before I heard some reactions that were like, "Who's this thief?" And you're just like, "What are you talking about? You know, Catwoman's <laughs> gonna be in this." And like, the way she comes down that rope is unmistakably Catwoman. I mean, it just her physicality sells it from the moment you see uh, the character. So, geez, like, uh, hats off to her. She's already killing it, and she's yeah, and it, and the yeah, the uh, outfit. Um, has like the little mask that she's wearing has like little itty bitty like points on either side not like she's trying to make it a cat just the the home spun nature of her outfit just kind of like that's where it fell um, but yeah it definitely gives you that Catwoman uh, silhouette um, I think uh, then we see from the penguin yeah, now you want to talk about some transformation. <laughs> yeah. Woo, that makeup is incredible. 
Uh, yeah, holy shit. So uh, for the folks at home who don't know, Colin Farrell plays the penguin, but yeah, he is... It, like, it's in the eyes, but everything else, it does not look like Colin Farrell at all. And um, not at all. But I do like this kind of, like, uh, mob boss type penguin guy. Yeah, he's kind of, like, scarred up. It's like him in the rain. He's got, you know, kind of scarred up. He has a little beaky-like nose. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, 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 he looks cool. Like, I mean... You know, everyone here knows how I feel about the penguin. So if they can make a penguin that I like, uh, 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 hats off. Hats off to you. Yeah. (laughs) And then we get a shot of Batman real quickly um, staring over. It seems like the same spot where the penguin's at. And uh, yeah, you definitely see no white lenses or anything for the bat cowl. So it's his eyes. well, well, I think we'll talk. I think we'll both have something to say about near the end, mm-hmm. um, um, for sure on that. And then what it flashes from that to, well, the Riddler is talking about lies again. Uh, it's yeah. a voiceover. If you are justice, please do not lie. What is the price for your blind? That's uh, Paul Dano, um, who is just like, if you've seen uh, There Will Be Blood, dude is just like uh, an insane actor. So I really can't wait to see his uh, take on the Riddler. He's a, it's a really good cast, I think, actually. Um, but yeah, he's talking about lies again. And then uh, we see this sort of uneasy relationship between Gotham PD and Batman boil over. Um, as he seems to get to into a fight with an entire room filled with LA, or not LA, Gotham PD. Uh, <laughs> Freudian slip there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> fair enough. Um, but yeah, he uh, he seems to to uh, um, sort of uh, get into a, at least a, uh, a shouting match uh, and also a bit of a shoving match in that in that interrogation room. Yeah, but again, Batman ain't afraid of no shit. Nope. Oh, he uh, mm-hmm. he's gonna start a fight um, uh, w- with him for sure. Um, so yeah, that's the uh, that's the next scene. Then we I think it goes from Catwoman to like a shootout on the pier with the Penguin, then back to Catwoman versus um, Batman. Yeah, it's um, really cool. Like, just showcasing basically both of their styles. Like, Catwoman is doing a lot of acrobatic kicks. Uh, Batman is just sort of, like, dodging, looks like. He looks more interesting. Yeah, he, he, he's not Yeah, he's not swinging or anything. Well, uh, Batman, here's a villain outside. Oh, my God, it's Catwoman. She's back. <laughs> She's back. Pro- the worst part is probably it's one of the cats outside loves walking underneath the window taunting the dogs downstairs anyway mm-hmm. sounds like sounds like a cat yeah. move well the cat's orange so i naturally call him garfield <laughs> um, classic uh, pairing batman and garfield yes of course anyway. yeah so yeah we see her doing i think it's capoeira i think that's what she's doing honestly because it's really long kicks and stuff like that but it, it works for catwoman 
and then it, it shuts back to this is a lot of flashing back and forth so my notes on this aren't that great yeah but yeah i mean i'm sure we don't we're gonna maybe miss a flash here and there but um we get a little bit of more duct tape duct tape stuff i get this is only 25 percent of the movie done they have to <laughs> go back to that well a couple times um and then uh and then we get uh, a group of very joker-ish looking thugs actually so i i took a, a long look at these guys and some of them look jokerish but at least one of the guys is has like a two-faced look he has like only half of his face painted so i'm wondering i don't know it doesn't seem it seems too early for these this rogues gallery to exist in in this much renown but um uh there's some very interesting looking thugs and um then batman beats one the sweet christmas out of one yeah he beats the shit out of that guy the hell are you supposed to be and it's it again it kind of goes into not really wasting any movement he like blocks smashes a dude breaks the dude's arm as far as i can tell then just holds on to him as he keeps punching him until he goes on the ground and punches him some more just brutal punches this scene is incredible because the reverse shot on the thugs and one of them is crying <laughs> the guy who looks like two-faced is like crying and i'm like this is incredible and and then we get the uh the uh uh, the titular line where one of them says who are you and of course you know in every batman movie you need to have batman say this i'm batman i'm batman i'm batman i am vengeance i am the knight i am But he doesn't this time around. Normally yeah. every fucking time he says like I I'm Batman. And no, instead he says it is a real fucked up line. And I liked it and I thought it was a good a, a good twist on it. He just goes I'm vengeance. I'm vengeance. And you're yeah. Like, Whoa, shit. All right. Like so one of the thugs was holding a a camera phone or a f- a phone with a camera on it filming obviously because they were in uh landscape mode good job thugs at least they got an eye for uh cinematography um but uh it's clear that this was like kind of like a mythology building moment um because you see like how it struck his like brutality really struck fear into these um uh these uh guys and or this group and uh the fact that they were kind of filming it you're like okay this is this is a kind of probably a a renowned building moment yeah no it 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 was very much needed and i really appreciated it and i i think it just you you can tell, like you said, only twenty five percent of this film was 
um, made before they got shut down and they're using every little piece that they made and uh, it's uh, terrific I, I, I love that part and I, I think I guess we'll talk a little bit about what the, the the panel was like when Matt Reeves was talking about it but like this is Batman's second year so probably some people think Batman's a myth which I always think is a huge thing with Batman is you know that's how he kind of is able to operate and yeah like you said this is building his mythos so really dope and yeah. he knows how to fight he fucked that dude up wow yeah I mean that fight scene I guess they have uh, contracted the um, the the same fight choreographer that did John Wick and I think you can really tell you, you see these amazing f- uh, close quarters fight scene we don't get like one quick cut to like it's not flashing from like cut to cut just like um these super fast cuts trying to tell you that that's what the or trying to have that convey the speed and brutality of the fight it's just like one long really brutal (laughs) fight scene he really he uh yeah i mean that guy might not be dead but he's not walking again hey it's the one hey it's the one thing i always loved from the dark knight returns when Batman kicks that dude and like breaks his back, and the cops like you 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 cripple him. He's like, he's young, he'll live, you know, like <laughs> type of thing. It's like everyone always gives that misnomer. It's like, well, Batman doesn't kill people. Batman has no problem hurting you though. Yeah, like, you, you get know, to live with bones it. And shit. He's gonna leave you alive, yeah. and you get to think the rest of your days how you were paralyzed by Batman <laughs> because Batman, you were yeah. a, a ne'er do well. Yeah. Um, then what do we shoot to the Batmobile, right? We yes, see this, but real the, quick before we move on, I just want to say yeah, yeah. kudos to Robert Pattinson for not doing a Batman voice. He just says, Oh yeah, 100%. Just a serious version of his own voice, and uh, I have to say I, I'm, I'm, I love it um, after the last two uh, Batman, but please continue. Yeah, my, my note on that was I like his Batman voice. Bring him back to what it's supposed to be versus yeah. the you know fucking everything that other people doing voice modulation all that shit just make it two octaves different and that's fine it's, it's like i don't expect batman to be doing too much talking anyway like i just expect you to beat it be beating people's asses and then going away and yeah anyway uh we cut from that to the batmobile and you know we see the fat engine on the back of this uh this uh, totally homemade looking car with this fat turbine like i want to know what engine he pulled that off of yeah because not only does blue fire come out of the back of that turbine that that jet engine that he has strapped on there but when they show the front uh it's clear that the blower in the front the intake uh also is on fire so i'm just like this this thing runs on fire yeah, it's like it's almost like yeah, it's coal powered or some shit, and he's just stoking it, and just, or some wayward broken nuclear reactor that he shoved into a car. Who knows this? Oh thing. man, I love everything about this car. I love the sound of it. I love it crashing through walls. It looks just like you said. It looks like he plated big chunky armor onto a charger, and it's this this like battle charger. The thing is incredible. Yeah, but it gives you again that homespun feeling that I think a lot of this gives. Like, yeah, he, he Matt Reeves was very adamant about it being down to earth as much as 
a Batman movie could be. And yeah, this is part of it. Like, you can't go out and buy a tank or a you know a bat car. What do you make? And yeah, this this seems like it. Um, yeah, it breaks through that wall no problem. It's chasing the uh, penguin. And then we get a, a quick shot to, uh, we know Batman has a grapple gun because we see him ascending through a, a stairwell, which seems to be a favorite of a lot of directors is having him. Yeah, well, he now he's way. going up the stairwell instead of down. <laughs> yeah, I said ascending, not descending. <laughs> right. I'm just saying, he's go- he went- last time we saw him going down a stairwell, or last time uh, we saw Batman in this sort of setting, he was going down a stairwell, but this no, time that's he's fair, going that's fair. up. So it's uh, very different. Your, your nerd cred's uh, <laughs> intact, fine. <laughs> uh, he gets shot in the chest by one of the cops. Yeah, it just uh, glances off his, uh, what seems to be like you... I remember you saying last time about the uh, uh, the Frank Miller Batman, like the big, you know, in the, in the Snyderverse, the big Batman armored uh, plate. Uh, this seems to have sort of the same thing going on. It looks like it glances right off that that uh, metal forged bat symbol. Yeah, oh, I, I dig it. I dig it because we go from that to a, a, a real quick cut. Whoa! This guy's crazy. The penguin saying, oh, look at this guy. And then Batman in the rain going up against the remainder of those uh, punks that he was fighting. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, to then Red. And then the Red is showing the actual um, title sequence. And I love what they did with the A. Uh, mm-hmm. Putting the bat ears on that. And then we get to see the... Uh, the full logo with the Batman. It's the logo that's released, so you can see that online. Where it shows the uh, Bat emblem behind it, but his Bat emblem behind it. it says the Batman. Then we are in the um, uh, Bat Cave, and we see him wearing his cowl, and we can see the Batmobile. And here's the other thing about that Batmobile. Those tires are some thick mamma jammas. Mm-hmm. Like... It's like four, it looks like at least two real wide tires or some race car tires or some shit. Like, it's gonna give us the ability to go over uh, more terrain, I I assume. Yeah, and then uh, there's a voiceover with the Riddler talking to, I'm just gonna assume it's Bruce Wayne at this point. Um, did you by chance write that down? Because I did not. Uh, he, I didn't, I don't have a the uh, word for word, but he just says uh, that uh, he's involved in this too, and Bruce questions how that could be, and uh, he said, "You'll see." You're a part of this too. How am I part of this? You'll see. That's right. Something like that. And then, or you'll find yeah. out. Or, or You'll find uh, out, I think. Something to that effect. Um, and then I think you, we get the scene that you were referencing earlier with uh, uh, the first... First? It, Did yes. Christian Bale do this? Did he have eye black? No. So none of these fucking... I do not understand this. And that's why... I, 
I, I my note was fucking eye black. Thank you. Yeah. Um He it, looks dope too. <laughs> yeah, it looks fine. It, yeah. It, because it looks turf it looks fine. Like the the every Batman movie every Batman movie he has eye black on. But whenever that cowl comes off, the eye black just magically disappears. Yeah. And every you know, because they don't want to ruin that mystique or have them look silly or something like that. But I think I don't know. For me, it's sillier that the eye black just magically disappears, and, and they never s- address it. They never <laughs> address it. But you can see, you do. What are you, what are you saying to me? Just, that he just like has like a baby wipe built into the bottom of his his eye cowls, and when he rips his thing off, it just it wipes up and just takes it all away. And it's like, it's like, hold on one second. Like, I mean, watch Batman Returns. It's in there. Watch, like, when um, he rips, when he rips his cowl off, and it's cowl like off. super rubber and flimsy. And you're like, what? Yeah, and then it's just like he's there, but the eye black that was obviously there is just gone. Yeah. Uh, the the craziest offender is Batman v Superman: Trial of the Century. <laughs> Because that happens in the dream sequence, and that eye black goes all sorts of crazy. But yeah, it just <laughs> disappears. And just to see this again was uh, was two founded. One, thank you for acknowledging fact he wears eye black. No shame in that. Not being afraid of that. And then yeah, what it does for him taking that off, and him you know obviously just maybe just fighting those guys and this is like the scene afterwards where he's just like wet tired beat up yeah you know he's really just, kind of like that's a thousand yard stare if i ever seen one that man yeah. has seen some shit yeah but it looks it looks fine like at no point did i go oh god he looks like a you know a raccoon or something no it looks good yeah it works and uh yeah and and the 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 trailer was uh the whole trailer was scored by a very um an even moodier rendition of something in the way um that an incredible nirvana song um and uh was a nice uh kind of refreshing take on that sort of formula after seeing uh hallelujah used uh, for the millionth time yeah uh, the, earlier I, that I, night. yeah that's how i wrote that's how you use a song to set the mood uh, not you know Leonard Cohen fucking Hallelujah for the second time. <laughs> hallelujah! Hallelujah! Praise the Lord! Thank you, Jesus! Hallelujah! hallelujah. I only have a playlist with five songs on it or some shit, and two of them are that. And don't get me wrong, I it's one of my favorite songs is Hallelujah. It's a great song. Um, it's a uh, great song, but used in that context, um, uh, I don't know if I should say this. Never mind. I'll keep my mouth shut. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you after we're done recording. <laughs> okay, that'll be a little. That'll be a little secret over you and me. Um, but yeah, so that was more or less DC fandom. Um, what do you think, uh, John? Overall. Uh, if you had to kind of sum up your th- uh, thoughts about the the all the um, announcements, uh, what did you come away with? Um, I 
you know, I'm going to give them a lot of credit for whipping this together in like three months, right? Like they weren't sure if San, a lot of this obviously would have been San Diego releases, uh, San Diego Comic-Con releases, maybe New York Comic-Con releases as well. Um, they did a lot with what they had and, you know, in some instances they didn't have too much that they could show because maybe a lot of it gives things away. Um, or a lot of it's not even in progress yet. So I, I, I applaud them for that. Some of the things that they showed for sure, you know, got me hyped. Like, I'm, look, I'll take more superhero games than no superhero games, um, uh, for the most part. And, you know, big fan of Rocksteady, so I can't wait to sit, play that Suicide uh, Squad game. I think uh, some of their movies are going to miss the beat for me, and I think some of them are going to, you know, hit it on the head. Um, like, I'm, I'm super hyped for Suicide Squad. I can't wait to see a proper trailer for that. Um, Snyder Cut, it is what it is. Take that however you want. Um, and I was, again, I was going to try to pretend the rag on the Batman trailer. I'm not going to be as hopeful as you are, Forrest, um, just because I've been so disappointed before. But I think this is... A, probably one of the better trailers I've ever seen for just a movie in general, not even just Batman. So, um, I think overall I'm happy they did fandom. Um, I think they could learn from this and even make it something that they can do, um, forward past, you know, a, 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 a post pandemic state where they're able to still kind of keep this type of event and make something of it. Yeah. Uh, it's Okay. Yep, I, uh, I, I, I uh, agree with you on a lot of the points. Um, I thought, so I, like I said, I watched a lot of it live, and um, I thought I found a lot of the, I, found, uh, I felt entertained uh, mostly throughout, aside from the few filler segments that um, uh, I mentioned. And, uh, but, but yeah, in terms of news, I think it was there was some uneven parts for me personally, um, just like, uh, but the high points were so high that I am very optimistic about the future of uh, DC movies. And, um, you know, a lot of people just lost their job over at this place. But And it feels weird to sort of celebrate that right after the, you know, the stuff we reported last week. But at the same time... Uh, that Batman trailer was just so incredible, and even from what little we've seen of Suicide Squad, uh, looks incredible too. And if they can sort of bring all of these disparate threads to together that they have been creating kind of over the last uh, little while into sort of a multiverse uh, vision using um, uh, the Flash movie, then that would be great. So, uh, yeah, like you said, Snyder Cut, whatever. We're, we don't need to talk about that anymore um but i will just say that I'm, I'm hopeful and optimistic for the future after this and uh one last thing i want to say is that i forgot to so i mentioned earlier in the uh milestone panel uh one of their creators was uh part of the panel but i forgot to name him uh, it was dennis cohen dennis cohen was the uh panelist and you know he doesn't go that far without uh, with me just forgetting to fucking name him, so <laughs> I wanted to make that correction. Um, 
and uh, yeah, I was excited about that uh, announcement and uh, many of the other ones. So it didn't it made the lows for me uh, not as low. So overall, I agree. I, I hope we see more stuff like this in the future. Um, and yeah, I think overall it was a, a a fun a fun time, and I was uh, happy to hear about all these these cool things going on. 100 100%. Yep, and uh so sorry to everyone I got uh whose name I got wrong. <laughs> I'm sure there's many of you and I am sure you are all listening. Um John, where can they find us uh if they want to get in touch with us and tell us um how much our opinions of Zack Snyder suck? Yeah, well, you can definitely at me on that any day of the week at the Pop Saga on Twitter. Um, we can also be found on Instagram at uh, the Pop Saga as well. That is run by my beautiful wife, um, who takes care of it for us. So, don't at her. You'd be very kind. If not, I'll find out where you live and uh, <laughs> take that as this you will. time. It's personal. This really are you and it just started flying to a bunch <laughs> of different places and then um uh, we can also be reached at the pop saga at gmail.com for any um any inquiries be that whatever you want if you have questions you want to know some stuff or you want us to start hawking some vitamin pills that we don't know about and would never try but would be willing to shill we reach there. And uh, did you mention Twitter already? Yeah, that's okay. at the Fantastic. Yes. Um, no Facebook page. Sorry, folks, for Facebook, but no Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, if you want us to make a Facebook community, um, email us. And uh, hey, if enough there's enough interest, um, there's no telling what we won't uh, do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. We have no morals um, or qualms, and we would be willing to sell out for very little. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't want to speak for forest per se, but I'm more of a volume guy. So if I could sell out a bunch of little things that equates to one big sellout, I'll take it. And I thought I was the loud one. <laughs> You're a volume guy, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Are we going to take this on the road? Yeah, let's take yeah, let's take this on the road. I'm sure people will be like, what the fuck? We, we just sat here for two hours listening to talk about a fucking two-minute, 30-second-long trip. Yep. Okay. That's what you come uh, to Pop Saga for. A three-hour-long podcast about, uh, about a couple of trailers we like. Um, and uh, with that, I will say... Oh, stay happy, stay healthy, and we'll see you next week with an all-new, all-something <laughs> with the episodes next week. Anyway, join us next week for a brand new box episode. Be mind on fire, be soul on fire, I am fear. <laughs> 
saga, you know we keep it groovy uh-huh. We talking cartoons, books, TVs, and movies A couple of nerds, but got style, we so cool Pop culture, talking new and old school, yeah You should know we love hip-hop from the roots Ty Lib, shout out to Feral Munch We giving you what you want, it don't get no liver Ain't no doubt we gotcha, this is Pop Saga, let's go Oh yeah, you heard right, this is a lifestyle Welcome to the nerd life, Pop Saga